This is Man-Child Movie Night. Johnny Ringo, you look like somebody just walked over your grave. I have two guns, one for each of you. Don't any of you have the guts to play for blood? I'm your Huckleberry. You tell him I'm coming, and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! Nobody's ever, nobody's ever recorded they found. Well, on this, uh, it was either the last episode they got out there and he was metal detecting and found what he thought was silver. Oh yeah, it wasn't silver. It wasn't. It was it was uh iron. Oh Bobby Dazzler about wet he's He's a Bobby Dazzler. <laughs> but uh anyway. I think a, he is a Bobby Dazzler. Yeah, Bobby Dazzler. Sounds like a wrestler name. Yeah, Bobby Dazzler. <laughs> Speaking of that, this is Man Child Movie Night. <laughs> Welcome Bobby Dazzler. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Dazzler. I, I, I listened to, for the perfect moment to come in yeah. with that because I was like, with Bobby Dazzler, that's that's perfect. What is your shirt? I assume that's a wrestling shirt. Yes, this is uh, the Lucha Express. Lucha Express? Yeah, there's a, there's one of them. It's called Luchasaurus. Okay. Big, huge, big jack guy and wears like a dinosaur mask. Yeah. And then uh, one of them is uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. It's Luke Perry's son. He's, he's Jungle Boy. Okay. And then there's another one called Marco Stunt. And Marco Stunt is from South Haven. Okay. So when we went to the show in South Haven, yeah. he was in his hometown. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's like four foot five. Yeah. <laughs> Stunt. He is stunted. Okay. He's a little fella. And some people don't like it because he's so small and it doesn't, it, you know, it, but it's, you know, wrestling's the kind of thing where. You've got all the serious people, but you've got to have that comedic aspect to some of it too, and that's kind of what he is. But now, the one they call uh, Luchasaurus, he's a big jack dude. And Luchasaurus, tell me, it's like it's like Luchasaurus pecs or something like that. <laughs> it, it's gotta be. It's gotta be his pecs. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but Jungle Boy's with him. I'd heard. Uh, and when you see his face. You know, once you once you see it and recognize, and he's got kind of got sideburns that come down a little bit lower. Yeah. He kind of looks like he looks a lot um, like his dad. Yeah. Yeah. This is Man Child Movie Night. I'm Matt with Dusty. Hello. And Sean. Hello. Uh, I want to keep going. that. You talk about Luke Perry. I heard that on. Was it movie sign with the Mads? I, I, I listened to that uh, to that podcast. Uh, I think it was movie sign with the Mads because I, I listened to the one that they did on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and that is actually Luke Perry is in that movie. That was his right. last movie role. He, yeah, I he mean, was, he's got a little small part. 
but I mean, it's it's Luke Perry. He was supposed to be in the reboot of, uh, well, not the reboot, but whatever they did with Beverly Hills 90210. But I think he died before they could yeah. do much with him in it. Of course, they canceled that. The uh, he that was his last movie role. I don't know if it was the last thing he actually filmed or anything, but that was the, his last movie role. And uh, Burt Reynolds was actually cast in the movie, but died before he could start filming his scenes. So right. your boy. Bruce Dern played his part. <laughs> Every time I hear Bruce Dern, I think of speaking of wrestling, Jim Ross. Jim, Jim Ross. Ross hates Bruce Dern. Really? Because Bruce Dern killed, killed John, John Wayne. Yeah. In a movie in the, in the Cowboys. He, he's, of, hated, he's hated Bruce Dern ever since. Yeah. Speaking of John Wayne, True Grit is on Netflix. The John Wayne. That was the worst one. What? <laughs> That was me, believe it or not. <laughs> That's my favorite John Wayne movie. I like The Searchers. It's a good one. Well, we're not here for that. We're here for Western. Yeah. This is a big episode. Episode number 50. I thought there'd be more fanfare. I really did. I don't know what I what I, what I expected. Yeah. <laughs> we need fireworks in the background here. You always add those in. Clap track. I'll just I'll take the mic in there and flush the toilet. <laughs> Perfect. Toilet wow. noises. Toilet noises. <laughs> the floor's on fire. The floor's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> what, what episode is it where you can go and listen to that? Oh, what? Was it Robin Hood Men and Tights? Has it been that it's long? It's been a long time back. Because it was perfect. The floor's on fire. We're doing Tombstone. Jimmy Hilton's favorite movie <laughs> quite possibly ever made <laughs> my father-in-law's favorite movie ever made yeah I would dare say that it's probably one of the best westerns been made in the last ever 30 35 years I mean well, oh absolutely yeah but I would say it's easily in the top 10 of westerns of all time of my list of all time I mean it's high up on the list of best my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. I mean, it ain't up, you know, at the top, like tippy top, but yeah. it's it's definitely in the in the top fifty. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever Sean usually has like a long list. Whatever your long list, it's in the top hundred. Yeah. <laughs> top fifty. <laughs> it's one of the one hundred in the top fifty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's. My math. 27, 27 it'd be 27 we years old. We talked about that last night, 27 years. But it came out Christmas Day of 93, so it was just turned yeah. 26 years old. And I don't remember if any of my people went to see it when it come out in theaters, but I can remember watching this from a little kid. Oh yeah, me too. It didn't have a, it didn't have a huge opening weekend. Uh, what was it? I was Somewhere, how much it Wasn't was. there a race to the to be done between yes. it, and, it and Wyatt Earp, the, yeah. the Kevin Costner? I think we talked about that a little I bit. I think Wyatt Costner Earp episode. beat it getting out, I believe. But the problem with Wyatt Earp was it was it didn't a three-hour movie. Yeah. Well, it kind didn't of, have it's, Kurt it's, Russell. It's, it's kind of boring. But it told a, well, it didn't have Al Kilmer. Yeah, true. That's that's your difference. Yeah. Who's the Dennis Quaid? <laughs> Dennis Quaid was a good Doc Holliday. 
but it wasn't. It wasn't but the problem was, if you if you ever saw Tombstone, it just wasn't. There ain't no going back. Yeah. No. Well, there ain't. I mean, it's. I almost don't think of it as a western. I mean, it is, obviously. Right. But it doesn't have a a typical western feel to me if that makes any sense I mean, it has a lot of the it's got some of the western cliches yeah and how it's got um, the, the bar the saloons the you know shows that they yeah. go to it's got the well the firefight the, the the typical like the western cliches that get me and i just noticed it last week i started rewatching. uh uh, I've watching uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's got me in, in a Tarantino mood, so I went back and are watching the extended edition or the extended version of the Hateful Eight okay. that's on Netflix. Right. And it I, has I the same. It has the same cliche. Oh, excuse me. It's like you roll into town, two guys. Who are have never run into each other, live opposite ends of the known world out there, but when they roll into town, it's like you're Doc Holliday, mm-hmm. you're Wider, or you're Johnny Ringo. It's like hey, I don't know who each other are. Yeah. That's a typical. That's the. But it does that hateful eight. Yeah, comes in there. He's like, hmm, you're John Ruth. Oh, you're whatever Samuel L. Jackson's kid. They See, never, I thought him and Doc had a backstory. No, no, I just said they the names. do. Uh, they do. I'm, yeah. But they, they, well, they come in there because so, everybody knows him. Oh, you're wider, yeah. wider. Actually, yeah, everybody's heard of wider. Oh, um, just about because he was a Kansas law dog. Yeah, in Dodge City, um, that law. Uh, there was an outlaw that was gonna. Something that got Wyatt Earp got into it with somebody, and uh, the guy was going to kill Wyatt Earp, and Doc Holliday got him first. So he credited Doc Holliday, uh, um, Doc Holliday with saving his life. Yeah. So that yeah, they went back to Dodge City. Yeah. Wichita. Um, uh, Wyatt Earp even went to uh, Deadwood at one time. Yeah. Um, couldn't buy a claim to mine anything. Yeah, and had done some other stuff. I forgot what he did. I think he cut wood and hauled wood, and left and come back to Dodge City. But you know he was in Dodge City with Bat Masterson. Mm -hmm. There's three of them brothers there, and uh, left there and went to Tombstone. Yeah, and that's where uh, Tombstone. There's actually five brothers. Yeah, there is five brothers. But I think. The reason that they, from what I read, the reason that they left the other two out is because they weren't involved in the gunfight at the OK Corral. But they were there in Tombstone. But they were in Tombstone, yes. Warren. James and Warren. Yeah. Then there was some. Uh, I think they were maybe older. There was another brother, too, uh, Newton. Okay. And there was a couple, a sis, uh, three sisters, too. Four sisters. So there was several of them at all. Did you get Virgil, White, Morgan? Yeah, yeah. And now I read in some, I was reading some back history of Wider, and 
Warren Earp were actually, he actually was involved with some of the stuff he did. And it says that in 79, he left Dodge City with his brother James and Virgil and come to Tombstone. So James was there with them. Yeah. He just wasn't in the movie. Right. That's like you said, he might not have been a play a role in the that's what, okay that's, corral. Well, I think that's they just kind of condensed it down to the ones that were involved in the gunfight. Yeah. Because that's... Uh, they were the only ones that had any kind of uh, law enforcement. Yeah. Uh, Experience. Well, or, positions. Yeah. The, um, my daddy <clears throat> may still have it. But I remember growing up, he had a book, and it was a book about, I don't even remember, but I remember it was like a kind of, a, wasn't a leather bound, but I guess like pleather. Yeah. <laughs> Way better. Wolf Fader. Wolf Fader crack with age. <laughs> if you know what that movie's from. <laughs> or what that, yeah, what movie that's from. Yeah. Um, but it's had the, I mean, I won't forget it. Some of the pages were falling out because it was an old book, but it had, uh, and it may have just been about uh, Wyatt Earp or something. No, because that's not really the kid. It was just like a Wild West or something. And it had the pictures of Virgil and Wyatt, Morgan Earp, and then it had pictures of uh, the... That's why I like the scene with the uh, the, the two McClory brothers and uh, Billy Clanton when they're dead and then they're in the caskets. It yeah. shows them. Yep. They had the pictures of them. Okay. They're like the real pictures. And those guys, they they did a pretty good job casting people that looked like the characters. Right. I'll tell you, they, uh, they were Because Kurt Russell looks exactly like Wyatt Earp. They were using Rogaine or something on those on those lip 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 beards. Hey, because <laughs> they was some man, manly mustaches. Look, now, I don't know about some of the other ones, you know, Johnny Ringo and Powers Booth and all those guys, but I firmly believe that uh, obviously Sam Sam Elliott's is real. Yeah, and I firmly believe that Wyatt, uh, Wyatt Earp, uh, that Kurt, Kurt Russell's is because his it looks the same, like it grows the same. As in uh, Hateful Eight, yeah, it's kind of the same. It looks the same, so I I believe that that's that's really his. And Bill Paxton's isn't that impressive, but Doc Holliday's <laughs> wasn't either. But it was yeah. His he had he had, he had other stuff going on. Yeah, he had the uh, well that that one guy that had the had the, just the mustache dirt down Mexican guy. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> that was all. I like him at the uh, the very first of the movie when he's talking. He's translating the, at, the, at the wedding. Yeah, yeah. Ringo looks at it. It's like you idiot. You can't <laughs> even speak. Your, your Spanish is worse than your English. Yeah. <laughs> and he's the Hispanic guy yeah. in the group. The. But that I remember a little anecdote. I can remember being a kid, probably. I don't know, probably not even 10. Right. And uh, it's it was probably just one time, but it seemed I won't, part of my mind, I guess my little kid memory wants to uh, think that it happened every time my parents went out somewhere uh -huh. that me and Mike would watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, they didn't care for us watching. It wasn't that. It's just when we had control of the TV, yeah. we would put it on VHS, of course, and Daddy had the sound system yeah. hooked into it, and he had, uh, I don't think they were Serwin Vegas, but they looked like Serwin Vega yeah. speakers. Yeah. You know, those things are awesome. Oh, yeah. Had two of those, and we would crank it. He'd crank it up for that opening, the very opening where the horses are running through. Oh, yeah. God, we shake the house. That was awesome. I, but I, I, that's a, a a fond memory I have. Yeah. But it seemed like every time it would, it would just be like, I mean, it was awesome. I, I want to say I saw it in the theater. I would have probably seen it in 94. I doubt I saw it in 93 or right? it come out of Christmas. I probably saw it a little bit afterwards. But I'm pretty sure I saw it in the theater and then saw... Uh, Wide Earth on just VHS or. Well, you've been up. Well, you'd have been old enough? 93. Yeah. I graduated high school in 95. I'd have been in. I'd been the. But it's a rated R movie, that's why I asked. They didn't care back then. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, they gave me trouble trying to buy it at Walmart this week. <laughs> You're over 17, right? Yeah. Well over 17. Wow. Now, if I went and saw it, it could have been possible that I went with Mama to see it, so it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. To get in anyway, but. Get right. Well, we I can remember. All, we was all in high school and went and saw Hellraiser. Nobody cared back then. Uh, well, I can remember uh, having to lie about my age, going to see uh, Frozen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, two months ago. <laughs> two months ago. <laughs> Sir, how old are you? <laughs> Ten? <laughs> Don't I look it? Yeah. No, I'd, um, to see, um, X2, I believe. It was PG-13. Uh, I think I was 12. Hmm. And we went, uh, I went with Jack, mm -hmm. and some of them, they were all, uh, well, me and Jasmine had to lie about our age. We both said that she was younger than me, but it was the three of us. I mean, they well, can't, see, you, you can't talking about, you're talking about Morgan's, Morgan's mustache in the movie? Mm -hmm. See, my mustache at that age was better than his was. <laughs> yeah, his is, you know. I had a, you know, I could pass. <laughs> So I, I couldn't, I didn't get any of this until yeah. like 25. Yeah. So like five years ago. So opening weekend, it made just a shade under 6.5 million. Had a budget of 25, so it made back a quarter of what it, yeah. roughly a quarter. The gross was 56. Yeah. 56.5. Yeah, 56.5. So it, I mean, it, it made pretty good money. Um, that's probably... Uh, well, I don't know when did uh let's see, of course one of the one you know we're talking about probably one of the best westerns in the last thirty years, um, Unforgiven from ninety two. Ninety two. Yeah, so that that was another good one. Let's see when Wyatt Earp come out. I think so. Probably ninety. It's it's gonna be around the same time. I figure it was. Well, if it was Christmas of 93, that'd have been right before the ice storm. Wide Earth came out in 94. 94. So Tombstone beat it out of, to the theaters. 
Let's see what day it actually come out. June 24th. 94. So it's six months later. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. was Lawrence Kasdan, writer from Star Wars. Huh. Its, it's budget was $63 million, but only made $7.5 opening weekend. Gross was only 25 total. Mm -hmm. So Tombstone cut its legs out from under. Yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking that that the, the way it went was is if you went and saw Tombstone and you saw Doc Holliday yeah. and you saw Val Kilmer playing Doc Holliday right. that it that's what made the movie yeah you know you could I mean some people don't know if you agree with me or not but you could probably substitute Kevin Costner and uh, Kurt Russell and you probably might not notice a difference but the Doc Holliday's I'm such a Kurt Russell fan Peter's well, the way I listened to that movie sign with the Mads podcast, uh, they did one on this, on Tombstone, and I was listening to it earlier. And I, the way that the guy put it, I agree with. It's something you don't think about. But when he said it, I was like, of course. He said, you almost forget how good Kurt Russell is, just in general. Just because he is so good. Well, you know, I yeah. made that statement oh, yeah. when, when we was when we did an episode on Kurt on uh, Kevin Costner mm -hmm. that I liked him better as Wyatt Earp. But going back and seeing, watching it last night, mm -hmm. I, I at one time I thought that kid that Kurt Russell overacted the part yeah. some, but I didn't I didn't catch it when I watched it last night as much. I didn't. I'm I'm back on the thing where you know, yeah, he's he's probably Wyatt Earp. Yeah. yeah, you know he. But I, when I, when it's when he said that, it's you, you almost forget how good he is just because he is so good. Like he just he's just so good in everything he does that it it's easy to kind of, I guess, kind of take it for granted how really how good he is. And I was thinking about, uh, you know, he's awesome in Hateful Eight. Yeah, fantastic. And then uh, he's got a part in. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Okay. Well, he's in the, you know. Escape from L.A., Mike Pliskin. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I just watched Big Trouble in Little China this week, son. <laughs> and he was in Tango and Cash, too, wasn't he? Uh-huh. Yeah. Tango and Cash. He's in uh, a movie that I really want to see that I've never Which, seen. The Tango, Outsiders. Tango and Cash. That's him and Stallone. Stallone. You know Stallone's brothers in this movie? Yes, he's two. Frank he plays Stallone? two roles. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I saw. I saw. I, saw, I, saw I called him one. twice. He's Ed Bailey. Yeah, yeah. I don't think if we couldn't be friends anymore, I don't think I could bear it. <laughs> gets, um, that's him, and then he's also. Um, he doesn't say anything, but it, I was looking. I was like, that's the same guy. But that was even before I knew it was Frank Stallone. I saw he's standing next to the mayor. To welcome Wyatt Earp into town, Wyatt's not interested. That's him standing yeah. next to him. You forget a lot of the people that was in the movie. You know, Hayden, Thomas Hayden Church. Oh yeah. Well, let's play we'll, the cowboy. We'll, we'll go through that because that's start start with Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell uh -huh. is Wyatt Earp. Yeah. Like perfect. And if, if I'm gonna pull that picture up of, of Wyatt Earp, and he, I mean, then you had the ice man. Before you move on, so he. So Kurt Russell's done some ones that I know, like The Fugitive. He was, was he in The Fugitive? Yeah. He was 
And he, he was in, are you sure he's in the Fugitive? Yeah, I'm looking at Kurt Russell's IMDb page. What role did he play in the Fugitive? He was. Uh, because Harrison Ford was a fugitive. Yeah, no, he he had a, uh, let me go back to it. Uh, he was Eddie Phillip Gerard Jr. in the TV series. From 64 to 66. But he wasn't the fugitive. No. I thought we were talking about the movie no, with Harrison no. Ford. No. But he wasn't the fugitive. No, he was Eddie. Maybe the little boy then. Oh, yeah, he was young. Okay. That's 64. Oh, you're going back to when he got Yeah, it. yeah. So Was he not from an acting family? Oh, yeah. He does That's like the real. Yeah. Wider. Yeah. yeah. That's a mustache. <clears throat> even Kurt Russell's didn't come. I mean, Kurt Russell's was a magnificent piece of work, <laughs> but it doesn't even compare to that one. <laughs> the guy's going to snake. <laughs> First snake on his face. Um, so, uh, let's see. Some ones we know. He was on well, I mean, well, oh, one of my favorite. The Thing? The Thing. See, I've not seen it. That's the it, one I was going to say that I want to see that I haven't so seen. so good, and it's so... So terrifying for original horror. There's a scene in that that happens that it's one that just makes you just sit on the edge of your seat scared because you don't... Is it the Wilford Brimley scene? I don't remember. No. It's the one where they're in the... Where it starts... They're trying to figure out who in the room has the thing. Yeah. It's... And that so scene, I, I want to see it. I've oh, you've got to watch it, man. Yeah. I'm, you know... I want to see it. you got to watch it. And uh, it's 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 a classic, but he does awesome in that movie. Um, Big Trouble in Little China. So a lot, lot. You watched it? Mm -mm. I've never seen it. Yeah. I've never it's, seen. Now uh, it's was it Escape from New York? Escape from, Escape from L.A. Escape from he did LA. two. He did two. Wasn't and it? Escape from New York was one yeah, of them. Okay. Too, I think. Yeah. But he did uh, <coughs> Bone Tomahawk. Now you, I've not watched that yet. Oh, but I've heard that, that he's just he's the sheriff in that one. You got a pretty epic stash in that one, too, don't you? I can't remember. It's, you know, I remember he's, the main character in it. But, but he's Hateful Eight. Hate, hateful Eight. The, Guardi the Guardians of the Galaxy. He was oh, Eagle. Eagle. yeah. Eagle. Yeah. Is that part two? Yes. Yeah, yeah, part two. So, like with Big Trouble in China, that was one that's, it's so, so 80s, you know, mm -hmm. and people don't, it's not that it's, it's a like great. It's like Tango and Cash. I mean, it was yeah. the same thing. It's not that it's a great movie. Just ladies action. It's it's so individual, you know. It's there's not a lot of movies it's like John it. Carpenter. No, John Carpenter did Escape from L.A. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember who. He was in Death Proof and Grindhouse, both of those. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. So he he played Herb Brooks. You know who Herb Brooks is? He was the coach. Miracle. Miracle. Yeah. Miracle. Miracle on Ice. Grindhouse. Yeah. He was Stuntman Mike. We know that one. Death Proof. Stuntman Mike. Oh, one of the greatest movies ever. 3,000 miles to Vegas. No, the Graceland. Graceland, I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 And, uh... What's another one with him and, uh... I was just looking at... Oh, uh... Overboard. Overboard! I knew there was <laughs> something I was forgetting. I was yeah. like, what? That was, he was in... That was Goldie Hawn. Goldie right? Hawn? Yeah. Goldie that's Hall. a good movie. And, that, and that's where they met, right? Was uh, it on I that set? So, I think so, or maybe before... Lindsay can tell you she can't hear from in there, I don't think. But. Stargate. Stargate! Oh, yeah. Yes! Yeah. He played Elvis and Forrest Gump. I, I told you, John Carpenter did direct. He did the voice, I think. Captain Ron. Backdraft. Yeah, John Carpenter directed. I thought he was in Tequila Sunrise, too. That was another one of those. 
Did you ever watch Miles Appear? Mm, yeah, mm, parts of it, I think. Hilarious movie, but the the blind man that was teaching him was James uh, James Hong, and he was also the main guy in uh, Big Trouble in Little China. He was the bad guy. His uh, says he was in Furious Seven. Yeah, I don't remember. I, and he's the he plays Santa Claus in Christmas Chronicles. Oh, so I mean, just go ahead and mark it down. He's one of the greatest actors ever of all time. Yeah, <laughs> he played Santa Claus played Santa. and Wider <laughs> and Snake Plissken. He killed people and then he made a naughty mass list. <laughs> you dang right. Yeah. Hey, Lindsay. And did we not? Did Sky I? High. Did not bring up that I saw that he was in a kid. He was getting gun smoke. Yeah. Little kid. Well, that and he was in the computer wore tennis shoes and uh, um, some other little older Disney movies when he was a kid. He's been in the business for. Ever, I mean, he's even directed. Supposedly, he directed this movie. Mm -hmm. Like, actually did the work part of it because they sw had to swap directors or whatever. Lost in Space of Virginia, Gilligan's Island. All right. Oh, he's the voice of Copper on Fox and the Hound. What? Kurt Russell? About that. Yeah, the, as, when he's older. Yeah. Because Corey Feldman does it uh, when he's a, a puppy. And then when he's up, he's, he's the voice of uh, Copper. I did not know that. Let's move on to the main feature. Oh, yeah. Val. Val freaking Kilmer. Iceman. Yeah. Like and to some of us, some of it. us being me, you're gonna say it. He is Batman. I knew you were gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say he's my favorite Batman, but I no no no, that's unacceptable. <laughs> I like him. He's Iceman. We, st we still haven't had he the Batman. We still haven't had the Batman episode where I get to talk about how much I still haven't had man. the we still haven't had Top Gun episode either. Yeah, I need a copy. You need to watch it. I, I need a copy. Maverick is coming out. I need a copy of Top Gun. Somebody hook me up. I'll just order it on my It's not that hard. I, I, I bought this one on Amazon. I did, it's two dollars. Oh, five rented, bucks. I rented it. I man. bought it and got well, it. Well, it was only five dollars to buy it. Yeah. It was four dollars to rent it. Five bucks on Blu-ray. Like I got a Walmart and four dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Five bucks on Blu-ray for. Uh, oh, you bought it. Yeah, I didn't have time uh, for, for it Prime. Out. I bought it last week. Yeah. I ordered it on Monday and it got there on, or ordered it on Sunday evening and it got there on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, I, you know, I don't know that much by Val Kilmer that he's in, you know, I know Top Gun. Um, oh man, The Saint, uh, Real Genius. Yeah, I don't know those. You ever seen Real Genius? Uh -huh. Is it Real Genius? Uh, yeah, it's Real Genius because the other one, uh, the Weird Science. By the, the Kid? He, got, he's yeah. a he's a college guy. Yeah. And they got the like the toward what the end of it, the house like they have popcorn in the walls or something. <laughs> and right. The popcorn just comes busting out through there. You, you sure you never seen that? Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. It sounds like I mean that'd be a day, a, a, a Roy Prather movie. I see, that sounds like something you like. I thought I could hear it coming. Yeah. I mean it's 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 eighties. Yeah, yeah. That's it's the stuff you I'm know, right, it's so. it's good. <coughs> wow. Uh, he did Real genius in 1985, and then he was Iceman in '86. So he went from real genius to Iceman. Yeah. Uh, oh, Willow. Not watched Willow. What's Willow? Didn't watch Willow. Uh. Uh. 
That's a Roy Prather special right there. <laughs> That's like Dark Crystal business. Oh, oh yeah, well, I yeah. like some Dark Crystal now. It, it, yeah, that Willow was about. Willow's got. Uh, it kind of reminds you. Of, it kind of reminds you of Hobbits to a certain okay. extent. Because it's. Uh, okay. Let's see. About War, this it's Warwick Davis, the guy that plays. Uh, oh yeah, I see. I see. Yeah. He was in Thunderheart. Willow. Uh, he played Jim Morrison, which he kind of looks like Jim Morrison. Yeah. Uh, in the Doors. That's before he started uh, putting on a lot of weight. Yeah. Tombstone. And I, I did hear that Joel Schumacher cast him as Bruce Wayne, Batman, because of seeing him in this movie. Now, he didn't destroy Batman like George Clooney. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's, to me, I don't want to get off deep into the Batman thing, but... To me, he's just like, he has that weird vibe that I would expect Bruce Wayne to Bat have. Batman. He's not as good of a Batman. Batman I'll starts with Adam West and ends with Michael Keaton and that's it. Stop. Gosh, yeah. Well, we're, we're not even, <laughs> we're not even going there. He's the island of Dr. Moreau. The Ghost in the Darkness. Yes. It's a great yes, movie. Have you is. ever seen that? Oh, uh -uh. Yes. oh that's a great movie. Plays, uh, who uh, who was the played Remington in that movie? Uh, uh, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yeah. He goes sure. to uh, he's a, a like a uh, an engineer. Yeah. They're making they're building, they're building a, a building a, a bridge. A, a bridge or a railroad. Yeah, a Africa. railroad, and he's been brought in to help to oversee the building of the bridge. I yeah. think. Yeah. In Africa. Yeah. But they're um, there's a man eating lion that's been that killing people. That keeps attacking the workers. Okay. And they send in. Um, Michael Douglas. He's John Remington. Yeah, to kill the line, and he and Val Kilmer start working together to kill the line. Kill the line. Okay. I think Val ends up killing it. Yeah, because Michael Douglas gets killed, killed by the line. By the line. Yeah. Spoiler alert. They claim it once. It the, came out in like 1997. There's a, so. there's a uh, old wives' tale, I guess, in, in in those parts of the world that if uh, once a uh, animal like that tastes human flesh, it it crazy from then on. Yeah, it says it in that movie. I yeah. like that. I think. Yeah, yeah. That's a, either that's way. A, that's the point of the movie. Yeah, and that's uh, a really good. If you ever see it, on watch it. It's, tiger, it's really good. I mean, excuse me. The line was kind of mythical. They made it kind of mythical that it was the ghost in the darkness. It right. snuck up on. Mm -hmm. right. But the, I mean, he sees it at the end, and you see it's just a, a line. Yeah. yeah. But all the see that what what they had to do was kill it because all the workers quit working because they mm -hmm. were scared of it. And they're on a timeline. They yeah. had to get that thing done yeah. because the railroad was coming through, like the train, something. Yeah. Like, so they had to have the bridge yeah. completed. And the Saint is another one, like one of his. Yeah, that was an old TV show. I think they made it into a movie, wasn't it? I don't, I don't remember. And he's in that Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with uh, Robert Downey Jr. and uh, the Monahan girl. Oh, he's the voice of. Uh, Moses on Prince of Egypt, which is a fantastic it's a great movie. movie. No, one of the best Batman. animated, uh, faith-based movies that ever made. Was his Batman, or was it my, or was it his Batman had Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones? But does his did his Batman or did Clooney's Batman have nipples? Bat Clooney. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it right. I don't dig Clooney, and I don't dig the nipple suit. Itchy <laughs> nipple, scratchy scratchy. Yeah. I don't. I Know how is going to be as Batman. <clears throat> He's course. got the weird Bruce Wayne vibe. It'd yeah, probably be a better Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne. Yeah, yeah. than well, as far as Batman. Well, here's here's. I think they're going to play this more toward the detective side 
of Batman rather than the, the brute force of the side of Batman. There's different versions, and that's that's how I see them playing him into it. I don't know if that's what they'll do, but that's what I think is going to happen. The Batman detective type. Let's see, yeah. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. And, and all, of, all of Pattinson's movies aren't terrible. Like that Water Elephants movie, it's it's good. And I ain't going to hate it. It's got uh, the German from Hateful Eight and all the other Tarantino movies. What's his name? Oh, Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. He's, uh, he's in it. He's really good. He's the the circus ringleader that they're on they're on a traveling circus and the, they're torturing the animals and then they, they get it and he he like is a veterinarian or says he is and he, he to get on the train. He what is the, the what is the next Batman movie supposed to be about? I don't know. Mm -hmm. well, Val Kilmer was the voice of Kit on the reboot of Knight Rider. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You know the original voice of Kit was? Yes, I do. Mr. Feeney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney. So, okay, so Val Kilmer. You got He was in MacGruber. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I hadn't watched that but one time, and it was just so stupid. And I love stupid It stuff. shows here MacGruber. that he's gonna uh, that he was in the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. He was. Reboot Blunt Man. <laughs> and he played Mark Twain in Cinema Twain or something like that. He's got six upcoming projects. Top Gun, Maverick, The Birthday Cake, Soldier's Heart, Pay Dirt, Mark Twain and Mary Baker Eddy in a movie called Riptide. Well, I hadn't seen him in a while, but he can do some work to get to where he can get in the plane. He's a fighter pilot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this movie is his pinnacle. Oh, For yeah. sure. Well, he fit the character yeah. so well, and it's he's got that that mouth that he has to have, and the quick wit that Doc Holliday has. Well, and a lot of that, a lot of those little things that he did was improvised by Kilmer. Yeah, the whistling on the way to the OK Corral, the wink to do the dude. I love that part when it, he winks at him and he goes for the gun, and it just every all the sound goes down, and White goes, "Oh my God!" Yeah. yeah. And then it all, all hell breaks loose. We we talk about like Val Kilmer's lines in this movie and how quotable they are, but Kurt Russell had some really quotable lines. Yeah, when he sits Most there of, right after he takes his spur and spurs yeah. Ike Clinton, which oh. Ike Clinton should have been dead a yeah. long time before that. They yeah. should have killed him. And oh that, yeah. That, well, he's got a, you know, a lot of his memorable quotes are directed at Ike Clinton. Yeah. 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 Your your friends may get me in a rush, but not before I make your head into a canoe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. But when he's on, but when he's, <laughs> he said he's bluffing. No, he ain't bluffing. He'll kill me. He'll kill me. <laughs> when, he's, when he's at the train station, and he, he spurs him, and then he does a soliloquy about, um, you want you brought one the light, or you got the thunder or something. You want the light, and now you got the thunder and. I'm coming, hell coming with yeah, you. Yeah. Curve, you curve. You, you tell other curves I'm coming. You tell them I. Tell them I'm coming. Tell them what's he say? Tell them I'm coming. Tell them I'm coming. Tell them I'm coming. Tell them I'm coming and hell's coming and hell's with coming me. Hell's coming with me. Yeah. And hell's coming with me. God. <laughs> and chills. Every time. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I said maybe I get chills yeah. on that part. It's just. And every it's, time, every time he sees the the dark haired girl, he goes, "Oh hell!" <laughs> every time, every time he yeah. sees her, he's like, "I'll trouble." <laughs> Look at that. I take it back, Wyatt. You're an oak. You're an oak. 
Uh, All right, next on the list, Sam, Sam Elliott. <laughs> oh man, have y'all? I've got it on saved on Hulu, and I gotta watch it. Sam Elliott in a movie called The Man Who Killed Adolf Hitler and then the Bigfoot. I've seen that movie. Is it? Is it worth it? No, 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 no. I, I mean, I you have. You saw it. I have okay, seen, I was going to say. I yeah. have not seen the movie. Okay, I'm going to watch it. Because I can only imagine. I mean, if anybody killed Adolf Hitler in the Bigfoot, it would be. Well, you know, he was in. You had my talking. curiosity. And now, now you, you have my attention. attention. <laughs> you know, I talked about one of my favorite TV, or one of my favorite characters of all time was Raylan Givens off of. Uh, uh, Justified. Justified. He was in Justified too. Yeah. He oh. played a different role in it, but he was he was in it. Well, where do you start with Sam Elliott? You know, where do you stop with Sam Elliott? Yeah, yeah. you don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> where do you start with Sam Elliott? Probably <clears throat> the mask. Or mask, not the mask. Mask, <laughs> mask. Yeah, yeah. That's one of Lindsay's favorite movies. That's She's, a weird movie. It's man. weird. We watched it. I can't tell you how many times. Because that's Cher and, yes. and Sam Elliott and uh, Eric uh, Stoltz. He's in Stoltz. Big. He was in Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. That's where I was gonna yeah. say. That's where you yeah. start. Big Lebowski. Roadhouse. 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 He's really, really funny in the ranch. I don't know if y'all watched. I know I've Ben. Seen, I've I know, seen some of I know Ben's Ben's watched it. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, uh, the cavalry commander in uh, Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. I can't. For the why can't I remember his name? He. Oh, he's also. Um, I didn't watch all of it because it sucked. Um, but the the redo re uh, redo of uh, Lady and the Tramp. Mm-hmm. That was only on Disney Plus. Yeah, he's the voice of the hound dog, Trusty. Okay. He was in Butch Cassidy, oh, yeah, Sundance yeah, yeah. Kid. That's where he met his wife. Uh, Ghost Rider. He was Ghost Rider. Yeah, I remember him from it. Mission Impossible. And apparently, he was in Hulk. He was on Gunsmoke. Yes. He yeah, he played uh, Thunderbolt Ross and yeah. uh, the Hulk. He That's played Eric Banner, right? Betsy Ross's dad. I mean, I mean, yes. Yeah. Is that the one with the? Betty Ross. With Betty Ross, yeah. With Eric Banner, or the one with. Uh, you said Betsy Ross, like the woman that made the flag. Yeah, <laughs> Bet- Betty Ross. <laughs> and then. Uh, I think it was. Hey, that's. Sorry, that's Buffalo Bob. Oh yeah. From Silence of the Lambs. Oh okay. He's on the Mod Squad. Sorry, that's random. Yeah. Um, he's the voice of a dinosaur on the Good Dinosaur. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the uh, the T Rex is out in the mm-hmm. yeah yeah I knew his voice. Gator got me right here. Yeah, <laughs> and he's also beef. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> the Sackets. He was in the Sackets with uh, I believe if I'm not mistaken, what's his name was in that one with him. Yeah, Tom Selleck. And obviously, a star is born when y'all watch well, He's in Marmaduke as yeah. Chupadagra. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ghost Rider. Uh, uh, yeah, he's in Hulk. Yeah, he's the in the one with Eric Bana, the really really crappy one. He's in We Were Soldiers. I forgot about that. So I'll give Quick you the, and the Dead. I'll give you the. Uh, he's in Quick and the Dead. I'll give you the short. The older, line. the the, not the one you're thinking about. The '87. Okay, the not the one with Sharon Stone and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. 
I'll give you the short tagline for the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. A legendary American war veteran is recruited to hunt a mythical creature. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, I was sold when I saw the title <laughs> of the movie and then saw it with Sam Elliott. I was like, yep, done. It's not rated very well. Uh, John, uh, <laughs> Brigadier General John Buford. He was in Prancer. Prancer. He's the dad on Prancer. The one with the little girl and the wounded reindeer and the sadness. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, it. I'm not a. I'm not a fan of that movie. Oh, so there's more to this story. Calvin Barr, an old bitter recluse who was once a legendary assassin for the U.S. government, and whose task to kill Hitler almost changed the course of World War II, is asked to come back from retirement for one final top secret mission: to track down and eliminate a Bigfoot that became infected with a deadly disease that could spread to others if the creature remains on the loose in the forest for too long. We were soldiers. Yeah, that's I, I, yeah. real good in that one. What did he say? Uh, I forgot he was in that. Bill Gibson says something about something about patent and this and that. <laughs> no, Custer. Says something about Custer. Custer. And he, his reply was, Custer was a, <laughs> a, a PY. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then you got Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, he, did he have pancreatic? No, he, um, his was sudden. He was having some kind of a procedure, like a surgery done, and oh, he died right. in surgery. Wow. Um, Bill Paxton, he was in, he was the, Twister. one of my favorites, boys, Aliens. Aliens? I haven't seen but, any but of those. But wasn't he also you missing out? Wasn't he the treasure hunter in Titanic? Yes. Yeah. He's a treasure hunter in Titanic. He's Coconut Pete in uh, Club Dread. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah. <laughs> Pina Colada Bird. <laughs> oh, man. Um, um, then he's... Um, on the Terminator, he was Punk Leonard. Yeah, and he, he's... Um, Weird science. Weird science. That's what I was going to say. Dominic. Chet Chet. I want oh to say Chuck. He's Chet. He's Chet. <laughs> Man, I love it. I got bought that movie not you know a couple years ago, and I, it's a good one. Um, he's in uh, Twister. Twister was yeah, that's a that's a childhood classic for us. I mean, Twisters are good. Twister's a pretty good movie. It's a good movie. Got a good cast. Twister two is not as good a movie, but it's still a good. I didn't movie. even know there was a sequel. Oh yeah, Apollo yeah. thirteen. And it's good. Apollo thirteen. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, he, um, um, Hatfields and McCoy's? Yeah. That's him and, uh, Tom Berenger? Tom Berenger and that? The one that come on. The one, oh, that, the, the one a few years back. History Channel? Yeah, A&E or History Channel or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. He was. He's in, Randall McCoy. Um, Kevin Costner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Costner. Powers Booth is in that as well. Yeah. Oh, he was in that show Big Love that was real popular on yeah. HBO. He was in U five seven one. Have y'all watched that movie? That's about a submarine. Submarine, yes. That they're trying, is a they're trying fantastic. To get, they're trying movie. to get the Enigma machine. It is yeah. off off of the. 
off of the German sub. If you've not watched it, that's a Roy Prather intro. Yeah, that, that's that a good movie. That's yeah. a fantastic. Aren't they trying to get the, the Enigma it, machine? It's a German submarine is boarded by a disguised American submarine is trying to capture their Enigma cipher machine. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's got Bon Jovi in it. <laughs> he plays a lieutenant. It's got Harvey Keitel, the wolf. It's got uh, Bill Paxton, Matthew McConaughey, uh, Jake, freaking Jake Weber. You found seven one. That's a good If you haven't Joe, watched Mighty, that, make Mighty, a note. Uh, Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> make a note, seriously. If you haven't seen that movie, watch it. Cause yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, a Simple Plan. I don't know that. Oh. True Lies. You better watch out. He's in Spy Kids 3D Game Over. He plays <laughs> Dinky Wings. There's something you don't think about, though. He's also in Predator 2. There's like real good submarine movies. you got U571. Yeah. You've got. Uh, Hunt for Red October. Hunt for Red October. And then you've got. Is it Crimson Tide? Oh, oh. I was going to say Down Periscope. <laughs> Well, you got that too. That's a good book. But the one with uh, the one with Denzel is that is that <coughs> Red Tide? What is? I can't. Oh, don't give me the line. Yeah, I can't remember. That what's the uh, the one with Cuba Gooden Jr. and Robert Nero? That's not a submarine movie. That's a diving movie, isn't it? Who's that? Cuba Gooden Jr. and Robert. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's not a submarine movie oh, though. It's a. Uh, no, it's not a submarine movie. It's about divers. Yeah. What was the name of that? He was on freaking That's not night. A few good men, is it? Mm, I don't think so. What's the um? He's on freaking Nightcrawler. One of the, my favorite movies uh, ever. What's uh? Gosh. Crap! I lost the thought. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Crimson Tide. It's a, it's a movie. Because uh, what I remember is the uh, the name the name of the name of the submarine is the USS Alabama. And every time they get ready to go, they say "Roll Tide." But okay. it's the Crimson Tide. They something about they they're a nuclear sub, and they get uh, their comms go out. And the last transmission they got was "Nuclear War has started. Release your nuclear weapon." And Denzel says, "No. What uh, what if we're wrong? We just we just started World War Three if we're wrong." Yeah. And Gene Hackman is a captain, and they get in the fight and all that kind of stuff. Right. Men of Men of Honor. Is the That's, yeah, movie. yeah. A few good men. Is that the Tom Cruise? Yes. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle. Okay. You need me on that wall. You want me on that wall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. GD Rock. <laughs> I issued the code red. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> Powers Booth. Powers. Rest Curly Bill. He died. Yep. Doggone. He did. 2017. I just I've watched him in a couple of movies this week: Tombstone and The Avengers. The Avengers. He's in Sin City. Oh. He's in Nashville. That's right before he died. The TV show that come on come on ABC then CMT. Yeah. He was uh he was the father of of one of the singers on there. Then but then he actually died. In he life. is also in MacGruber. <laughs> I go, man, I need to watch McGruber, but I really don't Dead think wood. I need to rewatch it. McGruber, yeah. <laughs> it was a funny knockoff thing, but I, yeah. not a big rewatch. He, he was, uh, Con he Air. Was, he Con was in Air. Deadwood, too. Yeah, Con Air. 
I didn't know him from a lot. He he shows up in random places. Yeah. But he's a really good actor. He does a dang great job as, uh, I was about to say as Powers Booth, as uh, Curly Bill Brocious. Yeah. He's in U-Turn. Curly Bill. He just got the, he just got that look. Like, when you see him, it's like, yeah, he's a bad guy. Yeah. He's got that look. <clears throat> and I think that's part of this movie. It, you clear, There's clearly <laughs> defined good guys and bad guys. Kind oh, of, yeah. well, in a sense. He was in Red Dawn, too. The original? Mm-hmm. I like it and the remake. Remake's not as good as the original. That's no, oh, that's no, I was about to say, that's Kurt Russell. That's, uh, uh, Swayze. Isn't that Swayze? What's that? Patty yeah. Swayze, Red yeah. Dawn. All right. And then uh, Michael Bean, which I've not seen him. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else. Um, you got him with Charlton Heston. He played Johnny Ringo. Michael Bean played yeah. Johnny Ringo. Uh, let me look here. Oh, he was in Aliens. Who? The guy that played Johnny Ringo. Bean, uh, Michael Bean. He's in Terminator, too. Who did he play? Planet Terror. Him? Corporal Hicks. Oh. Yeah, Terminator. He's in Planet Terror. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's been in several things. Yeah. Scorpion King. Oh, that was something. Scorpion King, something else. Made, it wasn't four. Made, made for power. Made for TV movie. Yeah. yeah. Quest for power. <laughs> Scorpion King Four. Quest for power. Yeah. If it's got more than like five words in it, you yeah. know it's it's going down. It's not The Rock. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. I didn't know. I don't know that I've ever seen really anything else with him in it. Then uh, I don't think I have Dana Delaney. I don't know really know her from anything else. But she I'm, uh, she was in a good bit of stuff back in the day. Um, so that might have been her. China Beach. You ever seen China Beach, a TV show? Mm -mm. She was in it. Is about uh, Vietnam. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. But looks like a bunch of TV. But she does. She does a bunch of TV stuff. So. Oh, he was freaking. Yeah, Terminator. He was freaking Kyle Reese in the original Terminator. How did I not know that? The last guy we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, Dusty's still a little behind. Yeah, I was reading. I was trying to get through all the movies. He plays yeah. freaking Kyle Reese on the original Terminator. And then uh, Billy wow. Zane. Speaking of Titanic, Billy Zane. I don't know him from any other, but from but from Tombstone and Titanic. Oh, come on now, come on. Top Gun? I don't know. No, no. <laughs> no, no he was in uh, the, He was in Sniper. Oh, Sniper. Oh yeah. I'm not. That's a good movie. He was Tom Berenger's understudy in the Sniper. Oh, okay. I've never seen Sniper. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's what I knew him from. See, he was Sniper's fantastic, man. It well, it's it's really cheesy, I guess, looking back, but it's a good movie. Shot through the scope's pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like the enemy. At, didn't they do that in Enemy at the Gate? He's in too? Back to the that, Future. They didn't do that. That's where that comes from. Yeah, that was that was a true story. He did right, the guy right, scope. right. I just yeah, mean, yeah, 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 yeah. That I yeah. saw that probably yeah. before I saw. Well, what I remember is him when he gets captured. In that movie, he drops the he drops the bullet. You remember that? Mm -hmm. He took the bullet out of his gun and dropped it for Billy Zane. Yeah. Then Billy Zane gets it. Yeah. And they yeah, cut yeah, his, yeah. They, no, they cut his finger yep. off. Yep. And he has to shoot the gun with his with his, with his yep. middle finger. Yep. 
Come on, man, sniper. Tom Berger, come on. I, mean, yeah. I know what you're talking about, but I've never seen it. That was a Roy Prather <laughs> staple around the house. It's also an 80s movie, correct? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think it was in the 90s, wasn't it? Oh. Holmes and Watson. Yeah, I saw that. He's, he's played We himself. haven't seen that, so. And Charlton Heston. Moses. And Ben Hur. Well, that and. Uh, you damn dirty apes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Oh. He played Barabbas at one point. He played Barabbas? He played Barabbas in a TV movie huh. called Barabbas. That was, that is Charlton Heston in Planet of the Apes, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, so I, yeah. I'm, I'm talking gonna, about Billy Zane. I, oh. oh Dusty's still behind. <laughs> he's still, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's an actor behind. and an actress behind. He's one behind. He, uh, no, I'm just the one behind. I get him sometimes. No, we're talking about Dana Delaney. You missed her all the way over. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't know her enough. Uh, I get him and uh, Paul Newman crisscross sometimes. Yeah, he yeah. was in Planets of the Eight. All, all those. What gets me is he kind of pulls his part. It's kind of like what some of these big time actors do in uh, in a Tarantino movie. You have a huge, like, well, like Luke Perry, you have a huge actor and they'll play like this real small part, like, you know, just less real small than, cameos. Yeah. yeah. They just yeah. show And up. that's kind of like what he did in in that movie. And then, speaking of Beverly Hills 90210, Jason Priestley. Yep. Supposedly, I'd heard somewhere that he and he had, uh, he might have been a little, had a thing for the Billy Zane character. Hmm. And I mean, it kind of, because he says, what do you think about him? He's, I think he's wonderful. Oh, yeah, yeah he was gay. Oh, Priestley? Yeah, in the movie? Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Up well, I knew the actor, I knew Billy Zane was supposed to be, but Jesse yeah. Priestley. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. They, I picked up on that. They made, they made fun of him for it. Because how proud proper he was, no, he mm -hmm. wasn't like them. Yeah. He was different. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I mean, it was. A, they never come out right out in the movie and said he was. Yeah. I'm going to say his facial hair was fake. I would, I would figure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that seems He's hard. Canadian, to... don't you know? <laughs> I would figure. Yeah. All right. One of my, yeah, absolutely just despise him in this movie, but he's excellent, and that's Stephen Lang as Ike Clanton. Ike Clanton, yeah. He's in Avatar. Yeah. He's a bad guy in Avatar. Okay. But he also plays in Gettysburg. He plays General Stonewall Jackson in Gods and Generals. Mm -hmm. He does an excellent job. Right. And he plays uh, Pickett in Gettysburg, I believe. Yeah. That's I, correct. I love how they've already got him credited for Avatar 2, 3, 4, and 5. And he was... Uh, him in the second Y'all didn't see this movie, but I, 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 I saw it. Uh, Mortal Engines, he was in it. Almost bought that the other day. It's a good movie. Good movie? It's a good movie. It's Peter Jackson, you know, Lord yep. of the Rings. Um, he played... Uh, Oh, he was on the girl on the, on the train. Yeah, Gods and Generals. You're talking about a long movie. Yeah. Not a long movie, but it's a good movie. The The casting in that movie was great with Robert Duvall as Robert E. Lee. It's good stuff. He played he played in a lot of uh, war movies. Yeah. Type things. He's got that look. He's too. in the Hostels. Did you watch Hostels? With Christian Bale and it was Western come out a couple of years ago. I heard it wasn't that great, so I kind of skipped over it. Hot oh. tail. 
Is he in Tall Tale? He's in freaking Tall Tale. Jonas Hackett. Jarhead. Is that Kurt Russell in Tall Tale? Uh uh. Tell me that guy. That's Swayze. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Patrick Swayze. Okay. I knew it looked like that's Patrick Swayze in Tall Tale. He plays Pecos Bill. Yeah, because he ropes the tornado. Yeah, and then freaking Oliver Pat playing Paul Bunyan. <laughs> oh. But Stephen Lane played Jonas Jonas Hackett. In it. Apparently he does uh, he did a voice uh, on uh, Call of Duty Ghost as well. He was in Public Enemies too. He uh, with Christian Bale. Johnny Depp. He's a good actor. Cause I mean you absolutely hate him. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. I, 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 every time I saw him in the movie, I said, they should have killed him by now. Mm-hmm. Should have killed him by now. I hate it. He started I, so much trouble. I hate the scene when he, th- when he throws the, the sash off. I would have shot him in the back. Oh, I would have. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have killed him graveyard. Yard. Yeah. Had so many chances to have gotten him and just didn't take it. But, you know, I mean, that wasn't historically correct, you know, if they'd have done that, because it, it tells you, Ike Clanton was killed two years ago. Robert Mitchum yeah. tells you. Yeah, Robert Mitchum. Tells yeah. you that. Ike Clanton was killed two years later in a uh, bank holdup. Which I don't watch a lot on, like, Amazon video, but I was watching this on that, and it was, I liked what they did. Have you watched it? You watched it on, you bought it. But as as the movie's going, if you move your mouse, it starts adding the characters in on the side of the screen and you can click and go to their pages but like the movie started and the narrator's talking and it shows his person up and then then Kurt Russell shows up on screen and it adds him to the list on the side so you can actually watch it adding the actors in it's pretty cool cool. alright Stephen Lang and then playing his own screen brother Billy Clinton is Thomas Hayden Church yeah and of course, you know what he's what, his, what the biggest role he's really ever played was. Yeah, Lyle Vander whatever Vandergrift had on Wings. Oh, I was Lyle Vandergrift. <laughs> you just the George of the Jungle. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> no, I knew played, you were going to Lyle Vandergrift. Lyle Vandergrift. Did you ever yeah. see Wings? Oh yeah, man. That's he a, played the mechanic. You know, he was yeah. on Wings. He was yes. a mechanic. Okay. He was five the, years. If, if 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 you could follow my logic here, he was the Woody Harrison on Cheers. That's what he was on Wings. And he was yeah, on he Cheers, was too, relief. by the way. Yeah. He was on Cheers, too. But he was a comic relief on Wings. Yeah. Oh, was that where... I was going to say, I mean... Yeah. You know, the two brothers were the pilots. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was a, he was a mechanic. Okay. Yeah. Did he have the long hair? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I he, knew from Wings and then... And always wore the, always wore the jumpsuit. Well, he plays Sandman, Spider-Man 3. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's where I was going to go. He yeah. played Sandman, but I mean, I remember him as a kid being... Uh, Lowell. Lyle Vandergroot. <laughs> well, yeah, George Jones. And then most recently in Peanut Butter Falcon, which I told you you need to watch, he plays a wrestler, an aged uh, wrestler, and he's he's running this how to wrestle thing. He runs all these ads, and his name, of course, is awesome. I, I don't remember it off the time. I have to look at it. He's in the new Hellboy movie. Yeah. Saltwater Redneck was his was his wrestling name. And he ha- he's housing this like I'll teach you how to wrestle and this guy uh, the boy on there has uh, what is it uh, Down he's syndrome. He's in the John Carter movie. And he's in Easy uh, A. Yeah, Easy A. I remember from it. The next uh, probably the next Idiocracy. Video. Brondo CEO. <laughs> 
That's a good move. Broken trail. Rondo. George of the jungle. Yeah. Lone Star State of Mind. Team Lone Star State of Mind. Yeah, he's the killer that in that you know he's not actually, but his his name on there was Killer. The next big, well, not the big. He was on three thousand miles to Graceland too. He was quickly. You had Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Yondo. Yondo. And he's also Yondu. Yondu. He's also Merle from The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I saw him in this, and I, I never even put two and two together because it's been so long since I watched it. He's a lot, I mean, he looks the same, but he looks way younger. Then you had Billy oh, Bob. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Michael Rooker also in, uh, was it Cliffhanger? Yeah. But yeah, he's Yondu, and he's in Slither. You saw that one? Uh -uh. That's, yeah. Oh, he's in Brightburn. I wanted to see that movie. Yeah. But he's probably most most well-known now for... For Merle. Well, uh, Yondu. Who's yeah, what's he? What's Yondu? Guardians of the Galaxy. Blue Man. Oh, that's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> the whistling yeah, in the yeah, air. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I couldn't remember off the top of my head. Hey, boy! <laughs> yeah. Indy, uh, Which all that was? Harry that, Carey Jr. He plays himself. Do you know That's who Harry Carey Jr. is? He played in all them old westerns back in the day. A bunch of his, them. his dad was Harry Carey. He was in a lot of the John Wayne movies. Okay. As an older man, and then he Harry Carey Jr. was was younger. But yeah. He was in the, he was in a lot of the John Wayne movies too. And um, yeah. John Corbett. I didn't have him written down. I had Billy Bob written down. A lot of people wouldn't recognize Billy Bob because he was chubby. He was a little heavier and he was younger. But I knew his he's voice the, the second he oh, talks yeah. off, you know, he talks out of focus. He's over there off the John side. John Court was in My Big Fat Green Wedding. He was also in uh, Sex in the City. Who's he played in this? He played the cop uh, in, the, in this. He was, uh, uh, he was one of the bad guys. Yeah. One of the cowboys. He was one that wore the blue shirt most of the time. Ike wore a blue shirt, and this guy, Thomas Hayden Church, wore a blue shirt. But he mm -hmm. he was the other one that wore a blue shirt yeah. in the movie much. The and then Frank, we've already talked about Frank Stallone, and they're apparently a guy named Wyatt Earp. There's a one guy named Wyatt Earp in the movie. In the movie, he's the yeah. fifth cousin of. The real, real wired air. He played Billy Claiborne. Billy, yeah, but I could, I, I couldn't, didn't figure out which one that was, because <clears throat> I was wanting to see him. Um, and you know, at the very end, at the very end of his life, he was a consultant for westerns in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Tom Mix was a pallbearer. Yeah. Well, there's a movie, and I forgot what it. Isn't Bruce, that what he says at the end? Tom Mix wept. Bruce Willis yeah. played Tom Mix in a movie, uh, and I forgot what it was what it was about. Um, but uh, yeah, he had a and, and his whole life of everything that happened to him never got shot. What? Never got shot. He had bullet holes all in his coats. Mm -hmm. Everything, hats, whatever, horse, but he never got shot. Yeah. Just like in. Where is he? 
down by creek. the creek, walking yeah. on water. Walking on water. Walking on water. <laughs> and the, uh, well, we can get, uh, kind of roll through some of the movie now that we've kind of got the, kind of got the actors out of the way. Yeah. Got the, all of that out of the way. Yeah. Uh, that, um, and I've seen actual real pictures of it because I've had family go out there. Uh, they took a trip to Las Vegas and they went to Tombstone while they were out there. The uh, Here Lies Lester Moore. Yeah. Four, oh, yeah. four slugs from a 44, yeah. no less, no more. Yeah. That's a real. It's a real Tombstone. Yeah. Boot Hill Cemetery. Yeah. And I think they, they, they shot this somewhere around Tucson, but they recreated the whole... Um, town like they built it and i think they built it to spec like what the town was right um or you know close close enough and because that's the opening scene is the wedding scene uh with the mm -hmm. with the Which cowboys coming up on the wedding they kill the federales yeah. You see, you see that that just goes ahead and sets the scene. It's, he throws the sashes down, and you kill two cowboys. Now this is after the narrator. Yes. Does the intro. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Because um, as soon as the narrator, after it, it does the intro, it cuts off, and the horses, like I was telling my yeah. old story, the horses come through. <laughs> you know, yeah. all the cowboys, and it's like sounds just like you know, the earth is crumbling down. Yeah. And you get it on those old Serpent Vegas. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the scene, the first scene with Doc Holliday, when he's in there playing poker with Frank Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when he says, you know, he pulls his gun on him. His guns don't scare, or, uh, yeah, he says, guns don't scare me. You know, your guns don't scare me. He ends up stabbing him. Yeah. Whipping that knife. I always just thought that was just, I, you know. The guns don't scare me, but he stabs him. The movie I was talking about with Bruce Willis that played uh, Tom, Mix. Tom Mix was called Sunset, and James Garner played Wyatt Earp in that. James Garner, nice. Yeah. And uh, Michael McDowell was in it. Anyway, all right. Moving on. Well, it, it just, <laughs> you had to it got stuck in my yeah. head. I had to find it. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. And then you see the guys, you know, go Well, you were talking about the Cowboys. I was, mm -hmm. I was doing some research on them. They're actually called, their real names is the uh, Cochise County uh, Cowboys. At, at the height of their existence, I guess, there was 400 of them in all. Wider in that little rampage killed 50 of them. Wow. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They said they were. They thought there were 200. In all actuality, there was 300. But White killed five, fifty of them. Wow. Yeah, he wiped them out. That's a dent. Yes. The last charge of White up and his, his immortals. immortals. Yeah, his God's a good line. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Uh, like the dude that wrote this. God, the amazing. They they claim that the uh, that the. Um, the Cowboys was actually probably the first organized crime, organized crime yeah. syndicate in America. Yeah. With the Cowboys. Well, you know, he says right there at the front, and it's kind of the way the mob works. 
you know, they, 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 uh, you know, the cowboys are in the town. They're talking to the marshal and the mayor or whatever, and he says, uh, "Well, why don't y'all do something to get rid of him?" He says, "Well, frankly, cowboys are good for business. You know, it's guess they had the money. They got the numbers. They're there at the at the saloons and at the you know and all that." The brothels. Yeah. <laughs> the opium dens. When Curly yeah. Bill comes out of that opium den. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, you may have to change this. I hate this part. No. Sorry. This movie. I I can't I can't deal with that. <laughs> I can't I can't deal. I can't remember his kid's dead. Yeah, right. his wife killed his kids. That's right. He's sitting there playing with oh! <laughs> Keanu. <laughs> Yeah, bro. <laughs> Chain reaction. Whoa. 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 Ted Theodore Logan. Oh, I can't wait. Bill <laughs> S. Preston. Esquire. It's probably going to soak bigger than anything, but I can't wait. God, wouldn't it do? The first one. He, he definitely The first did. one's one great movie. No. Like they were just what they were. They're just classics. But, like, have you seen what Keanu looks like when he shaved his beard? He don't look as tough as he does with that no, beard. Hey, no. uh... Uh... They are actually giving away a Morgan Freeman bobblehead at some of the old, at one of the Ole Miss games coming up. When they, I think when they play South Carolina, first thousand people get a Morgan Freeman. What they play them again? Huh? Oh, it's uh, basketball. Basketball? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's there all the time. Yeah. He's, okay. Yeah, he, he sits on the side. He sits on the on the court. Yeah. In the court seats. Yeah. The um. But after they go into town, you see all the. With Billy Bob. Yeah. The scene with Billy Bob. <laughs> with Johnny. Johnny Tyler. Johnny Tyler. Yeah. It's, it's like playing cards with my brother's kid or something. <laughs> my, bro my brother quotes that all the time. Get that cigar out of my face. <laughs> and when he tells him another awesome line, skin that smoke wagon, see what happens. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. So, and then he slaps him. Yeah. B word slaps him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, yeah. backhanded. Yeah. And then he said, "I said throw down, boy." He said, "I'm getting tired of your gas. Now jerk that pistol and go to work." Yeah. And then he slaps him again. Yeah. I said throw I said, down, down, boy. <laughs> oh, and then then drags him out by his ear. Yeah. Throws him out. Get out of my. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of my right. establishment. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets the shotgun and comes back. And then and when Doc, yeah, Doc steps right out. Johnny Tyler. Johnny Tyler. Where are you going with that shotgun? And then, and then that's when Wyatt shows up. They get to talking to each other. And he's standing there with a shotgun. And he says, Wyatt Earp. He's Wyatt Earp. Doc, Why I didn't Johnny know you was back in town. Yeah. Why, Johnny Tyler, you mad cap. <laughs> Where are you going with that shotgun? shotgun? And then they act like he's not even, they forget he's there. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Shotgun. I forgot you were I there. I forgot you were there. <laughs> I forgot you were there. You <laughs> may go now. You may, you go, may now. go now. Leave that shotgun. Leave the shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. The best line. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he goes to hand to him. He said, <laughs> said no, leave it. Laugh, I said, leave it. He says, thank you. Thank you. And then I want to say, hey, you just a boy, yo, not talk like that. Yeah, yeah. He's just a little feller. We some mustard on my biscuit. He's a little feller. Funny, how high, not funny, queer. I ain't kill you with it. Story time with Carl. Yeah, John Boy and Billy. 
And the one I love on that is not to get too far off, but he said, uh, telling the stories that they went to something called a horse house mm, <laughs> with ladies of ill repute. And the one where he's doing the ugly duckling. I've told him, he started pecking out his eyes. And then Mama comes over, what'd you peck his eyes out for? What'd you peck his eyes out for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, okay, I guess. Yeah. But the, uh, that, that whole scene with the, the Billy Bob and then after Billy Bob leaves and they're standing around talking and Behan yeah, comes also. up. So, you know, we're, we're going to be uh, big as San Francisco and what is he, uh, twice as uh, fancy or whatever it is he says. And then uh, Turkey Creek, Jack Johnson and Jack Vermillion, <laughs> Texas Jack, come out of there and kill that dude. And he goes, I feel you see you got a couple of your uh, sophisticates here now. It's a very cosmopolitan. <laughs> very, uh, uh. <laughs> There's a couple of your sophisticates now. Now look, watch your ear, Creek. Well, before that... Before that, Wyatt's introduced him to the... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what does he say? Damn you, Wyatt. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> forgive me if I don't shake hands. Yeah, forgive me if I don't shake hands. He wouldn't shake hands with uh -uh. you. <laughs> that, that made me think of uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man. I don't like being handed things. Yeah. <laughs> but he tells, what he tells him we need to start up uh, races. I'm assuming horse races. Horse, right? A racetrack, yeah, horse yeah. races. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, you know. Mm. That, uh, because that was, it was a boom town because silver yeah. had been discovered in the mines there. And that was, yeah. their whole purpose was to go, like, you know, that's why he tried to go to Deadwood or yeah. whatever. He was trying yeah. to get into the mining business. You yeah. buy a mine, you know, you buy, buy a claim. Buy, yeah, you buy a claim <clears throat> and you make quick money. But he ends up going and getting the faro table and. Yeah, yeah, because he's walking toward the toward the toward the casino or the, yeah. the bar, and it wasn't more uh, or Virgil one, so there he goes. Yeah, yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. they told him, he said, all of them are good except for that one right there. And that's the one he went to. Yeah, yeah. And then we went to well, there he goes. Hey, I found something interesting though. In my, I was looking at the information I was looking at when they kept talking about uh, looking up past on White Earp and, and Dodge City. They kept talking about the Long Branch Saloon. Well, you know, Gunsmoke is set in Dodge City. Dodge City, and and uh, uh, is Miss Kitty's place. She runs the Long, Long Branch, Branch Saloon. Oh, okay. So it's it's, it's historical <clears throat> deal. So it's pretty. Well, then, uh, even they said I saw something that said that even Wide Earps mm -hmm. line at. You're a daisy if you do. It's historically accurate. Yeah. He said that to the guy. Yeah. And he was a dentist, wasn't he? Yeah, dentist. Know, he was yeah. a dentist. Had to give up being a dentist because of tuberculosis. Oh, he was from the South. He's from Georgia. Georgia, and he moved. He was actually a cousin of Margaret Miller, or Margaret Mitchell, Margaret Mitchell, who gone with the wind. Yeah. And said that she. I saw that the character of Rhett, Bus Rhett Butler is kind of based on him. She wasn't a she wasn't a fifteen year old cousin, was she? First oh, cousin. Oh no, he said that one joined the convent. That's right. Yeah, yeah. the convent. Yeah, that's the right. only all he ever wanted. She was all I ever wanted. <laughs> but I, ever said, wanted. I think I was reading about him said that 
Yeah, he was in dental practice, but his tuberculosis and stuff had him caught. Well, that's why he went out west, yeah, the, the, the dry air, air. The dry air, yeah. Thought it would help him out. And that's one of the reasons why they say he was so just unpredictable. Like he, didn't he didn't care. He knew he was yeah, going to die. He knew he was going to die. He didn't care if he, you know, he'd rather have gone out gunfight, you know, in a gunfight than have tuberculosis, tuberculosis kill him. He said he'd go, he'd die with his boots on. Yeah, that's like all the way Look down at his feet. What's up? Well, damn. Yeah, well, I'll be damn. Well, I'll be damn. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> this isn't, is this, funny. isn't this funny? Or something. <laughs> but I like, I mean, skip ahead to that. I, I like that scene when he tells him, Wyatt, if you were ever my friend, if you ever, if you ever cared about me at all, you'll leave right now. Yeah. And it's like, he knew he, about, like, he didn't want to see him die, or didn't want him to see him die. Yeah. Well, there's, there's some question about whether they were actually that close or not. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if you, anybody would ever know for real right. how close they were, if they were that close. Yeah. Um, but I think back then, <clears throat> I think that the bad guys were bad guys, and most of the time the good guys were bad guys were too. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there were any true good yeah. guys. Yeah. They were just better guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The Greys. The, yeah, <laughs> they're the Greys. It had the, um, I've seen the... A heart full of neutrality. <laughs> I've seen the the little chart of the, the lawful, neutral, and uh, chaotic, whatever. The, you, know, you have lawful good, lawful... Uh, lawful good, lawful evil lawful whatever it is and then it's like chaotic yeah. good chaotic evil okay and then neutral good neutral evil and like virgil is the lawful good mm -hmm. wide is lawful neutral and then you got like johnny ringo who's like chaotic evil powers boo uh, uh curly bill who's like chaotic uh uh or lawful evil something i can't remember i've seen the little deal with all the characters from this movie right and it was pretty good but the uh after he gets the pharaoh table and after the bird after the scene at the bird cage and all that you know they're shooting the guns up and all that they go back they're at that the oriental and uh the gun show the gun show <laughs> he uh <laughs> Johnny Ringo does. They start yeah. speaking to each other in Latin. I think I have that. Yeah, like, you I got that pulled up. Yeah, it pulled up. Okay. Yeah. The 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 first one is about vino in vino veritas, which means that which in pretty wine, much means there is truth. In wine, there's truth. When you get drunk, you start speaking the truth. Yeah. yeah. Then Ringo goes back and says, "Age quote agis, I get or I guess however you say that is, do what you do, do what you do, do yeah, do what you do best." And then Doc says, Credat uh, Judeus Apella non ego, which means let Apella the Jew believe, not I. Rationally meaning I don't believe drinking's what I do best. That's, yeah. <laughs> and it ain't. That it's, was confusing to some people, but it's scholarly papers show that Romans used that phrase to show contempt for Judaism's belief that divine power was involved in everyday life. And then uh, Ringo says, Juventus Tultorum Magister, which youth is the teacher of fools, or, you know, 
And then Doc says, in pace requisite, rest in peace. It's your funeral. It's your <laughs> but, uh, and you can tell that's actually Michael Bean or whatever doing all that gun spinning until the end when it goes, you don't see his head when he actually gets yeah. it back in the holster. But, and then he just mocks him. He right breaks up right and does every like single thing he Well, did. everything that he says, he, uh, right there, because he says, hmm, Johnny Ringo. I don't know, darling, do I hate him? Yeah. <laughs> yep, I'm sure of it. I hate him. Yeah. He reminds me of me. Yeah, I hate him. Yep. I know for sure I hate him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Evidently, Mr. Ringo's an educated man. An educated now man. I really hate him. No, I really hate him. <laughs> oh, man. And that, uh, well, even like that, what he said, um, um, but before that, before all that started, I've not yet begun to divide myself. Well, uh, no, that's uh, later. That's yeah. later. Uh, the, what, <clears throat> what he says, uh, they come in there, you know, Clanton comes in there and gets in his face. Hey, Kansas Law Dog. Law Law don't go around here. here Law don't go around here. I heard you the first time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he said, I'm retired. And then he looks, he's Doc Holliday. What about you? You retired? Not me. I'm in my prime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I have not matters. yet begun to defile myself. Yeah. <laughs> that in the scene at the piano. Yeah. Frederick effing Chopin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Stephen Stinking Foster. Yeah. That was Thomas A. Church, didn't it? It was. Yep. Yeah. Because after that, that's when they go out into the, uh, well, he, <clears throat> yeah. That's when they shot the sheriff. Yeah. That's when the Curly Bills comes <laughs> out of the opium den yeah. and starts shooting around and shooting at people and shooting at the moon. Yeah. And then Fred White goes out, the marshal, and he kills him. And uh, White comes out there and breaks it up. And then they start swarming him. That's the, your friends might get me in a rush, but not yeah. before I make your head into a canoe yeah. scene. Man, oh. That's a good one. Get that gun right at, at, oh. And you can just tell he poops his pants, looks like. Yeah. <laughs> but then Doc comes out there with his gun. You know, he's uh -huh. got his gun. He says, and you, what is he, I can't remember what he calls him, you, because he says, oh, what, because Wyatt tells him, he says, look, you might, he says, because he, he's got the gun up, and he comes up there, and he says, well, you're not doing anything, he cocks the hammer back, puts it right up against his forehead, he says, you die first, mm. <laughs> you're, you die first, anything happens, I kill you first, he said, your friends may get me in a rush, but not before I make your head into a canoe, is that understood? You understand me? You understand me, and then... Doc comes out there and said, and you, you're next. Yeah. And his brother, he turns around, drunk piano player. Drunk. <laughs> Probably seeing two of me and pulls out that Oh, bug that's my said, favorite line. I got one. Then for say each. it. He, he said, I got two guns. <laughs> one for the both of you. One for each. One for each. I don't want to steal it. If you, yeah. that's, oh, that's your favorite that line. line man. I got two guns. I almost sent that one to y'all earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good one. And that. Who the uh I meant the, the guy that played the mayor. Mm -hmm. He plays the lawyer friend of Billy the Kid and them in Young Guns. 
the one that they have the shootout at his house mm -hmm. at the end. They bring the Gatling gun out. I was like, I know that guy. And so that's another good Western. Yeah. Young Guns. Yep. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're in the spirit world. <laughs> but it's, well, uh, <clears throat> then you hear them talking about the, uh, the, the trial, Curly Bill's trial. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, he's, you got to have a witness to a murder. And he said, he just throws it right out, you know. And then they have the, uh, I have not yet begun to defile myself scene right there when he's cheating him at poker. Yeah. And then. And he's just plastered. And yeah, and then all he starts that. fussing about it. I'm going to kill all you. Tell him I'm going to do this. And Bird was waiting right behind him and pops him with the butt of his gun. Yeah. And that's when, that's when everything starts rolling. Yeah. Because Virgil and Morgan. They shoot Virgil. Well, no. They, uh. Oh, no, no. Just okay yeah, for they come, they come running through and shooting the guns and almost killed the kid. And Virgil, that's when Virgil pretty much decides that, but he yeah. did it before that scene. Yeah. Decided that he's, you know, just weird. what does he, he say? He tells, what? He, he tells him, you know, we're supposed to be, t we're taking money from these people when this is all, they're all spearing for their lives and then they yeah, these people are afraid to go, people are afraid to go into the streets and he said, we're making money off of yeah. it like some kind of uh, vulture, I think is what he said. Yeah. And, uh, and so he becomes a, did he become the marshal? Town marshal, yeah. The town marshal. Yeah. And uh, the rest of them are the de Morgan. Now he becomes a sheriff. Yeah, yeah, Benny marshal. is a sheriff. And here's what Benny he is a sheriff, okay. Yeah, sheriff yeah. is the county, because that's what he tells him. He says, aren't you going to do something about this? He says, well, this is a, a town it's matter. It's a town matter. It's not a county matter. Yeah. So the town marshal was coward. so the town town marshal was pretty much the equivalent of, of chief of police. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Police. And so Virgil does that. Yeah, and but then, what he says in that line was, "Hold on, nothing. I walk around this town and look these people in the eyes. It's just like someone slapped me in the face. These people, I can't say it's just like someone slapped me in the face. Like <laughs> someone slapped me in the face. These people are afraid to walk down the street, <laughs> and I'm trying to make money off that like some GD vulture." If we're gonna have a future in this town, it's got to have some law and order. And he just don't. Wyatt don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. he he's done with back. being a lawman. Done with it. He wanted to come out there and make money, and just be rich, you know, basically. Because he, and that's you don't really find it out until, well, right around then, I guess, because Morgan he shows shows him the badge. But he said, "Well, but, I just did what I thought you'd have done." But did right? you notice yeah. something when? When he puts the gun to Ike Clinton's head, it ain't the gun. Mm-mm. It's not. He's got now, the gun. Now, see, Wyatt Earp, the movie Wyatt Earp, gets the gun. Because when he becomes the lawman, that's when the peacemaker comes back out and he starts carrying that big hog around with him. Yeah. Yeah. But right then, he don't have it. But it, by the end of the movie, he's got he's got the Well, he's he goes and gets it out of the drawer. Yeah. No, yeah, there's the scene with the drawer yeah. and the oh. wide earth peacemaker, 1878. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, buddy. Man. Like a, that's got to be like a, what, eight, nine? Oh, yeah. Inch barrel? Yeah. Yeah. That's Cause a, I mean, because he's holding, I love it when he goes on the on the rampage and he's in that opium den and he's got it down there and the guy picks it up like it's the pipe and puts it in the Bigger. 
The Colt SAA Peacemaker Revolver is a famous piece of Americana. The original length of the barrel issued to the U.S. Cavalry was seven and a half inches, with an overall length of thirteen inches yeah. on a pistol. Wow! Because they they're selling one right now at the Academy. It's a twenty-two twenty-two revolver. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a Joker. Yeah, it's the Joker gun from Batman. Yeah, where he keeps pulling the gun. Yeah, <laughs> the gun. I swear the barrel's that long. Yeah. Well, that long, uh, and and so that would actually be about twelve inches. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm doing, you know. That's what she said. <laughs> but uh, the uh, the OK Corral scene, we we'll just go because that's one of the most epic scenes in any movie ever in my opinion well I mean just because he comes up you know why it's still he tells that gunfight only lasted 30 seconds and we still talk about it yeah. you know what I mean well, the um, well it's just it's not just a gunfight it's, it's everything that led it's us it's the to. walk up to the gunfight yeah. well, they're, well, well they're all in, all in black yeah you know uh, Doc comes out he's drunk Hung over, well, they sick. Hand, they hand him the they hand him the shotgun. He'd been in bed sick. Yeah. You know the doctor told him like you don't need to be doing this or yeah. that or whatever. And, yeah. he was, and that's when he said that about his woman. She says, uh, "I'm your woman. I'm gonna take care of." You. He's like, "Yeah, but I think sometimes you may be the antichrist." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he comes out and they they put him on the street howitzer. They the street howitzer. Yeah. That, what did he say? He said, "I guess he said I think they'll tend to." Uh, he said, "The the guys may uh, they may be a little less uh, fidgety or something like that if Doc's on the street house or Yeah, he had a reputation, big time. Yeah, and but the uh, but the scene bef like before that when he's when White's trying to talk to Virgil and, and Morgan about that he uh, he tells Morgan uh, when he's trying to. Talk to, you know, Morgan's got the grand ideas about bringing law and order or whatever to the town. He said, look, I was only involved in one one shootout. And he said, and a man lost his life. Uh -huh. And uh, what does he say? I've got to live that for the rest of my live. life. He's, yeah. And all Every the times I was working these cow towns, I was only ever mixed up in one shooting, just one. But a man lost his life and I took it. You don't know what, it, what that, you don't know how that feels and believe me, boy, you don't ever want to know, not ever. And then they go, the they they come into town and they they say, look, they're they're out there at the OK Corral. Was it three? Four, there was five of them, including Ike and the one that backs out the the doors. Yeah. Uh, right there before the shooting gets started. <clears throat> and they said they're running their mouth about how they're gonna wipe the floor with y'all. They put an end to y'all. And he said, we can't. He said, this, look, he said, I don't think it's our problem. And Virgil says, they're carrying guns, Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> and so. That's and the, this was the first. Well, he looks at Doc Holliday. He looks at Doc. He said, well, you're going to have to swear me in. And they, he goes in there and gets the peacemaker. Yeah. And he tells Doc. He said, look, Doc, you ain't got no, you know, you're not in there. You know, this isn't your fight. And he said, you've got a lot of nerve saying that to me. And he goes and stands by Morgan. But he gives him, they swap. Samuel, uh, Samuel, Samuel Elliott with the cane looks pretty 
B.A. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Walk over the cane. That, and when he pulls it up, he sticks it up like it, like he's going to hide behind, <laughs> hide behind it when they, before the shooting gets started. But they're, uh, Yeah, and you know who got shot in that, at the, uh, <coughs> at the fight, the OK Corral? All, all three of the good guys get shot. Wide hurt. Walked away. Yeah. Untouched. Mm -hmm. Doc didn't get shot. I thought he did. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. He didn't get shot. The well, brothers did. Oh, the brothers did. Yeah. Virgil gets shot in the leg. In the leg. And uh, Morgan gets shot in the shoulder. Yeah. But that that starts, you know, Morgan, you can tell he's, when they're walking, that kid comes up behind them. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, they're, they're already on edge. Yeah. yeah. GD kid. Yeah, he's lucky he didn't get shot. Yeah. yeah. Well, they walk on up there. And that's like you're talking about the building burning behind them, and they're wearing uh -huh. all in black with the you know, with the wide brimmed hats, yeah. and just God, yeah. just ooze testosterone. <laughs> they walk up there because it's four on five, and then the one backs out the the gate, so it's four on four. Pretty sure that was John Corbett that did that. John Corbett. The one that was on Sex in the City, that guy. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. I know, that is him. Yeah. I, I I got you now. I got you. I know exactly who that is. Yeah. That's him. Yeah. He's younger. He's got I think a, he's one of the backed out. He's got the blue left. shirt. Yeah. He's got the beard. Yeah. He's got the, he dies at the, um, when Curly Bill dies. Yes. He gets shot there. Yeah. Uh, but he, uh, he backs out the gates and it's the McClory brothers. And uh, the Clanton brothers, and they're all hung over. That's what Wyatt had said. He's like, you know, give them a little bit. You know, about lunchtime they'll sober up and come to their senses. And uh, the sheriff comes out. What's Behan come? He comes out to try to stop it. It's all under. Come, I took the guns away. I took the I, I guns. Disarmed them. Yeah, they're disarmed. He goes in there. He goes to hide in that photo place with old what's her name. And <laughs> which is what do they say? They go for the gun. This ain't what we want. You know, he's Virgil. This ain't what we want. We don't want this. We want you to just get rid of your guns. And you know, tension's so thick you can cut it with a knife. And that's when Doc winks at Billy Clanton. Yeah. And oh. And, and then it goes. He draws his gun, and there it goes. And they start shooting. And that dude, uh, Frank McClory, was the last one, you know, to die. He took, like, several shots. Yeah. His brother, Doc, got him with the shotgun. Yeah. And he shot up in the air, boom, once the horse reared, boom, boom shot him yeah. in the gut. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Ike goes around. Finishes him off. I got no gun! I got no gun! Don't shoot me! Don't shoot me! Yeah. And uh, what's, what does Wyatt say? Uh, get fight or the fighting's commence. Get to fighting or get out. Yeah, get yeah, out. Yeah, the fighting's yeah. commence. Get to fighting or get out. And he runs in that thing and, and gets the gun from the sheriff and starts yeah. shooting at him. They're behind us. Yeah, and Doc starts shooting. Doc shoots <laughs> <He's> like just... <laughs> he shoots like twenty times with two six shooters. Yeah, <laughs> never reloading. Right. But uh, then Virgil, Virgil gets shot in the leg. Morgan gets shot in the shoulder. 
and then uh, like when Morgan gets shot in the shoulder, that's when Doc just unloads on Billy Clanton. Now, historically, Paul Day was grazed by a bullet. Okay. So, of the, of the four, three right. of them were hit. Why it wasn't. And why it wasn't. Is that the, the one where we had bullet holes in the coat? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Which is a lot like, like, lot, lot like our first president, George Washington. He had bullet holes all over all over his coat. Horses shot out from under him and never was touched by a bullet. Yeah, because he was the man. <laughs> but he, uh, Doc finally, Doc does most of the kill. He kills <laughs> the one McClory brother, then Billy Clanton. Yeah. And then the other, the last one is standing there and he goes, click, finally clicks. I got you now. <laughs> You're a daisy if you do. <laughs> yeah. And then Morgan, Shoots, leans up, shoots him in the head. But yeah. didn't Doc shoot him too? Didn't he pull another gun to shoot him? Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think he pulled yeah. the other one and shot him yeah. in the chest. Morgan shot him in the head. But yeah. I think Morgan got the shot off first. Yeah. And uh, Behan comes out there. I'm I don't think I'm going to let you arrest us today, yeah. Behan. <laughs> and not a word said, you know, it goes on. And then I like, you know, they've, they have the little funeral procession thing for all of them. And murdered him, at the okay Corral. Yeah, murdered it. Yeah. Yeah. In the streets of Tombstone. The streets of Tombstone. That's it. And uh, well, I saw on, on well, here was later on. Ike Clinton took out uh, murder charges against them, uh, the Earps and Doc Holliday. But after a 30-day preliminary hearing and a brief stint in jail, the lawmen were shown to have acted within the law. Yeah, the the Cowboys try to say that. Doc shot first. Yeah. It's one of those kind oh, of things. Han shot first. It's one of those kind of things. Who shot first? <laughs> yeah. That made me think of Han, though, when he's got that little sawed-off shotgun under the pharaoh table. Yeah. Aimed right at Ronnie Ringo when he's mm. messing with Doc. But uh, I like the scene where he's sitting. They're sitting on the porch, White and Morgan. And uh, he tells White, he said, you know, he said, it's, it's just like you said. He said, I thought it would feel different. And it's, he said, I know, I know. And that's when Ringo was drunk, trying to start trouble. The next day. And then <laughs> Doc gets him again. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the other note I had. That's the, you know, Ringo's drunk and he's, you know. That's the first time you hear uh, Doc Holliday say, I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He said, I want, what did he say? What do you want? I want your blood. And, uh, but, this is, was on IMDb. The expression, I'm your huckleberry, spoken by Doc means, I'm the perfect man for the job. Quotes. It could indeed be a reference to Mark Twain's Huckleberry Finn, known as the, then known as sidekick of Tom Sawyer before Huck got his own book. But it also refers rather ominously to the pallbearers who carry a coffin or casket to the actual gravesite and it's specifically the one elected to sit completely sober in case the grave bell rings. So saying, I'm your huckleberry, could also be a threat like, I'll put you in your grave. And what he says, it, Johnny Ringo says, well, I didn't think you had it in you, because he thinks it's wide over there. And that's when he says, I'm your huckleberry. That's at the end. That's the end. Oh. When he's walking through the trees. Yeah. He oh, says okay. it twice in the movie. Yeah, yeah he says, yeah. I'm your huckleberry. Yeah, that's just me. He said, I, what, what, don't, did any of you have the guts to play for blood? I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. yeah. He said, 
that's just my game. Yeah. And he says, oh, I ain't got no quarrel with you or whatever. And he says, uh, what did he say? Tell me at the end? No, right uh, there, Doc. He says, this ain't with you, Holiday. He's got the gun behind his back. Yeah. He said, uh, or no, he goes to pull. He said, say when. Yeah, say when. So that's the first time he says, say when. Say yeah. when. Say when. And they get him off the street there. And he said, he's just drunk, that's all. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he goes and sits back down in the chair. Barbara, proceed, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he's got that line earlier in the movie where they're at the, at the table and Kate comes and sits on his lap and he says, well, Kate, you're not wearing a bustle. Yeah. How lewd. <laughs> got the horse outside that's why you're not wearing a bustle <laughs> how lewd <laughs> what does he call her at one point you hungarian something <laughs> something <laughs> hungarian temptress or something like that yeah he uh then he calls her the antichrist later on yeah the uh when she gives him the smoke right after he finds mm -hmm. it he's been the yeah. guy the doctor told me I gotta change some things. Yeah, we've gotta we've gotta reevaluate our our what is it? Marital status. Uh, relationship status yeah. or something like that. <laughs> uh, she starts peeling him up and gives him the cigarette. Yeah, sometimes I think you may be the antichrist. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, oh well, that opening scene too with him when he goes through there, he gets all the money after he stabs Frank Stallone and he goes out the door and he tips his hat and he looks down at the money on the table. <laughs> Picks all it up and puts it yeah, in the bag. Yeah, he's on his way out. <laughs> yeah. Good day. I'll have, I'll have this too. <laughs> Good day. Yeah. The, um, the Huckleberry, because it was, was right after that is when they got the plotting for, um, to kill him because I think it's right after that it's when the, the storm or whatever yeah and he said it's going to be a one of those nights of, of, yeah it was. and uh I'd forgot about it but I, I always remembered that scene with Morgan at the about to shoot pool he's doing that's the army got shot in that's, yeah. He's, yeah I'd forgot well, I'd, they, they had shot Virgil first Tried to try to shoot the wind. Yeah, they he was walking out and they were doing it times with like lightning strikes and yeah, thunder, and so you couldn't hear the gun. And they shot. You don't see him shoot Virgil. Uh. -uh. He just comes back in. He's got blood running down his arm. Yeah. Leaned against the. Yeah. Hey Virgil, what'd you forget? <laughs> he's leaned against the bar. Yeah. And then they go to his house. You see, or you see him over there. Uh. No. Just the women after that, because Dana Delaney comes in and says, "Look, because Behan knows something's going on," and told her, and she comes in and says, "I know it's awful for me to come here now, but I think something's about to happen. Something's going to happen." And then they, you see the shadow walking in front of the yeah house. She goes, "Are you expecting someone? Only Virgil. It's just Virgil." She opens the door and the guy shoots the shotgun in there. Yeah, nearly kills the women. But of course, that they killed somebody. They shot up maybe the mayor's wife. It's who they're talking because that's what uh, Morgan says. Did you hear about that? He shot his wife. Shot up his wife. Yeah. And I think it might have been the mayor. Women and kids, wasn't it? They kill the kids. Something. Or just the women. But then they'd shot at their wives. Shot Virgil. 
and uh, Morgan goes after he shot it. You know, Morgan goes running out, and then you see him next over. Uh, he's over there shooting pool while uh, they're trying to dig the bullet and all that out of Virgil's arm. And they he loses the loss of loses. Yeah, he says he's gonna lose his ability to use his arm. His arm. I think he ended up having it amputated later on. But he uh, lose the ability to use his arm. And, you know, Wyatt says, what do you want me to do? And he said, not now, not now. And he goes out and no uh, Michael Rooker mm -hmm. rides up. And he says, I heard what they did to your women. What the, you know, he said, that ain't right. Yeah, he said, McMasters. Yeah, McMasters. He said, I want you to know it wasn't me. And he throws the sash down. Mm -hmm. Turns, anything you need, yeah. we're here for you. And they yeah. had Craig Johnson and Texas Jack with him. Yeah. yeah. I think they were real guys, weren't they? Yeah. Texas Jack Vermillion yeah. and Creek, Texas, uh, or, was it? Turkey Creek. Turkey Creek and te Texas Jack. I think they're both, they, both their names were Jack. Texas, Turkey Creek, Jack Johnson, and Texas Jack Vermillion. Yeah, that's it. Brendan Gleason. He was on TV there for a second. But, um, they wait till the light. I think it's that Mexican dude that's going around doing all the shooting. Yeah. And he shoots, uh, Morgan through the window of the bar. He falls out. And that dog. Yeah. Somebody shut that dog yeah, up. Yeah, it just wouldn't quit barking. Uh, I remember that scene. I, that is a vivid scene that stands out in my head from the movie. Is that all that blood all over the shirt mm -hmm. and his hands and all that, and they're trying to dig that bullet out. I guess it, it gets shot in the kidney or somewhere around in there. It's where it looked to be. And because uh, he's the baby brother, and then he when he dies, Wyatt pretty much just loses it. Mm. Goes out in the rain, rubbing the blood on his. Cause yeah. he, what does he say? Why he, he's hollering? Why? Why him? Why did it have to be him? Mm -hmm. And the women try to come console him, and he runs them off. Oh, I, we hadn't mentioned that his wife has the addicted law. That wasn't even his wife. Oh, they weren't married. Wide Earp. Wide Earp had. I may have deleted it. He had, he was married to Eurela Sutherland in 1870, but then Sally Heckle was a common law wife, Maddie was a common law wife, and Josephine <laughs> was a common law wife. So well, he's a regular he, uh, Tim Robbins. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. guess he ever got married again, officially. The, uh, I like that. I, it, it hit me. I wrote it down. That scene when he, after he's he literally and he feels uh, mentally and emotionally that he has Morgan's blood on his hands. Yeah, mm -hmm. kind of feels like it's his fault because he brought him out there and all that. But you know that's what he literally had his and figuratively had his blood on his hands. Right. Before we go on to that, now we were talking about Virgil getting shot and losing mm -hmm. his left arm. Now, did did they say they didn't really show what he got shot with there, did they? 
No, they didn't say what he got shot with. Well, this, this is talking about the assassination attempt after the gun, the fight, the uh, gunfight at the OK Corral. And it say, it, this is crazy. So it says, Virgil was hit in the back and left arm by three loads of buckshot from about 60 feet. The Crystal Palace Saloon and the Eagle Brewery beyond Virgil was struck by 19 buckshot. Three passed through the window and one about a foot over the heads of some men standing by a pharaoh table. Um, Virgil staggered into the hotel. One shot struck him above the groin, coming out near the spine. The humerus bone in his upper arm was longitudinally, fra longitudinally fractured. Um, the, the, the doctor removed four inches, four inches of shattered humerus bone from Virgil's left arm. Uh, leaving you his see arm. that? He's like a big old... Yeah. Like... Big old open spot in his arm when they're yeah leaving his arm permanently crippled and 20 buckshot from his side. That's a lot of buckshots, huh? Uh, while the doctor worked on his arm, Virgil told his wife Allie, which we hear in the I movie. I still got one good Never arm. Never mind, I got one one good arm left to hug you with. Uh, he was also shot through the back above the hip, which penetrated his body and lodged near the hip bone above the groin. And the doctor had, I mean, he put it down here. He had made note of it after it happened. That longitudinal fracture, uh, so his elbow joint had to be taken out today, and we've got that and some of the shattered bone in room. Patient doing well. It is surmised that Ike Clinton, Curly Bill, and <clears throat> Bill McClowery did the shooting. Bad state of affairs here. Something will have to be done. Or something crazy. Anyway, yeah. He, Tough dude. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Because he lived, uh, he didn't outlive the other ones, but or uh, Wyatt, but he lived... He went to California, I think it says at the end, and became a town sheriff. He outlived all of them, didn't he? Virgil? Oh, no, no. I well, Wyatt that. outlived all of them. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Virgil, he didn't, that's what I say, he did not live yeah. uh, Wyatt, but he lived several years. Oh. So, so, we got to the point now where they're going to they're gonna try to... Uh, Cowboys are gonna try to assassinate them while they're trying to get out of town on a train. Yeah, yeah. Well, after and, that, well, after Wyatt, they pull up, and the yeah. next day, and he says, uh, "I just want y'all to know so it's over. Yeah. You know, it's over. We're leaving." And uh, well, bye. Well, bye. And then, <laughs> uh, well, then, <laughs> Ringo, then Ringo looks at him and says, "Y'all smell that? Looks like somebody died." Like God. And then and there's then, that knife in the side. And then Curly Bill tells him to finish it. Yeah, y'all go and finish it. Then that's when White. That's when White comes out with. Uh, and he knew they would. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Take Steelwell and finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Because Steelwell gets it. Because that's what he's like. Oh, which one's uh? He's there's Virgil with the women. He said, all right, he's mine. And he's like, hey, uh, what is it? Hey, Allie, or hey, whatever hollers at the his wife. And then you hear, hey, Steelwell. He turns around, boom, mm -hmm. shotgun. Yep. Then, all right, Clinton, you call down the thunder, you know what, you got it. You see that? It says United States Marshal. He's a marshal now. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's above the sheriff. I was reading that here because he telegraphed out the day after that his brother was shot, yeah. Virgil, to make himself the marshal. It says, I'm, uh, it says U.S. Marshal. Take a good look at him. Right, because that's how you're going to end up. I guess he's talking about Steelwell. Cowboys are finished. You understand me? I see a red sash. I kill a man wearing it. So run, you cur, run. 
tell the other curs the law's coming. You tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me. You hear me? Hell's coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's Virgil. Yeah, he's so, kind of a hefty fellow. Yeah, looks like. But so, yeah, yeah. Well, then after that, it's boom, and you get that the the scene where they're riding. Well, because when he comes out of there, you see all of them behind him. You see Doc McMasters and then the two Jacks behind him. And then the next scene is them riding like Indiana Jones style in front of the sunset. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad, bad, bad news. Oh, the train. Did you notice the train? I just noticed this for the first time when I was watching it earlier. The train number? 5150. Crazy. It's a crazy train. Huh? That's the code for crazy. Yeah. Law code. Huh. 5150. 5150. That was the number on the... That was also the name of a uh, Van Halen album. 5150. Yeah. And, uh... They... You see them just killing them. Just a cutting a swath through them, and the uh, where do they do they end up? Well, Doc gets too sick, so he had to stop. I was gonna say they they that, yeah that's they right. They go to Hooker's Ranch. They go to the the uh, they're at that same it's at that same little creek that him and the woman you can tell it's yeah. the same same yeah. tree and everything yeah. that him and the woman were at. That's earlier. actually three scenes because they show him and the woman there. Then they show the horses running through a stream, which is the same stream. Okay. Chasing people, and then they come back after yeah. the, after they're. That's before they go to Hooker's Ranch. Yeah. Yes. Because that's they, Curly that's, Bill gets shot there first. They shoot. They have the shootout yeah. there. Yeah. And uh, which is, I mean, this they this, got them drawn in. They had them in a crossfire. So so after after Wyatt walks on water. <laughs> Yeah. Doesn't get shot it's again. Really I mean, at point blank range, right. dude cannot. Uh, Curly Bill can't hit him. You can hear the bullets ricocheting no. off of the water. No. Yeah. <laughs> so after all that's over with, one of my favorite lines or scenes of dialogue in the movie is when uh, Doc's talking to Jack Johnson, and uh, he's coughing and all this, and Doc said, and he asks him, he says, "Doc, you ought to be in bed." What the hell are you doing this for anyway? And uh, Doc Holliday says, Wild Earp is my friend. Hell, Doc, I got lots of friends. And Jack Johnson says, Hell, I got lots of friends. Doc Holliday says, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. deep. Oh, yeah. So so he's getting sicker and sicker, so they have to go to Hooker's Ranch and drop off Doc. And and, and then here's another part of, uh, you know, why I'd ask him, well, he finds out that, that Johnny wants to meet him. Johnny Ringo wants to meet him to solve solve the problem because Johnny's leading the Cowboys now. And uh, he, he's talking to Doc, and he says, I can't beat him. Can uh, He says, I can't beat him, can I? And Doc says, no. Well, he talks about that. He said, down there by the creek, he said, I wasn't thinking about that. He said, I just got caught up in the moment. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about it. He said, now that I've had a long time to think about this, he said, I, I, I can't beat him, can I? And Doc then, says, no. And then another great dialogue scene is White and Doc talking with each other. White says, uh, "What makes a man like Ringo, Doc? Oh, what makes yes. him do the things he does?" And Doc says, "A man like Ringo has a great empty hole through the middle of him." Yeah. 
He can never kill enough, never steal enough, nor inflict enough pain to ever feel it. Well, what does he need? Doc says, revenge. Why it says from what? Doc says from being born. Yeah, that's heavy. Yeah. The uh, but before that, another line. It may be in there. Back before he says the uh, Doc, why are you doing this? He there. He's talking to them. Oh, that's yeah. And McMaster's is like, what's he out for? Revenge or what? He's out for revenge. And Doc oh. says, no, no, no. Make no mistake. It's not revenge. He's after. It's the reckoning. It's a reckoning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It goes a lot deeper than me. Yeah, yeah, it's the reckoning. Yep. And well, after he, you know, the revenge for being born, but he was kind of playing up, being sick, being as yeah. being sicker than what he was. And he says, "What's it like to wear one of those?" And that's part of the plan. You know, yep. he could make it legal. Yep. And of course, he, you know, back back to when they was they was hunting down the cowboys and him and Doc and Jack Johnson had gone into one of the brothels mm -hmm. and Jack says nobody yeah. move Doc, Doc says nonsense by all means move yeah <laughs> and they shoot the one down the hall and he shoots him with that rifle right there but um that's the uh, Johnny they, they kill McMasters yeah how they got him I, I do never see yeah bring him to Hooker's Ranch and drop him mm -hmm. off they yeah. drug him behind the horse and all that. And that's when he tells him that, that Ringo wants to. Yeah, at seven o'clock yeah. up on the, yeah. by the big oak, up on the yeah. Silver Spring Canyon or something. Yeah. And he, uh, that's when he, after that he has that with Doc and he goes to head out. He's talking yeah. to Charlton Heston and all that. Well, the woman comes up there. That's a, they killed the actor guy. Yeah. And Jason Priestley left him. Yeah. And they, uh, he goes up but unbeknownst to the viewer, if you've not ever seen it before, Doc slips around and gets up there before Wyatt can. And then that's when this happens. Mm. Johnny Ringo, he think, thinks it's Wyatt Earp. And he walks out and Johnny Ringo says, well, I didn't think you had it in you. And then you, you, you see Doc Alday's face. He says, I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> he comes Ringo, out like you see him through the cigarette smoke. Yeah. Ringo stops short. And then... Uh, why Johnny Ringo? Like somebody just walked on your grave. <laughs> walked over your grave. <laughs> and uh, he says, fight's not with you, Holiday. Oh, sir, oh, oh I, I, I beg to differ, sir. You and I started the game and we never got to finish. Play for Bud, remember? Oh, I was just fooling about. <laughs> I wasn't. Doc smiles says, I wasn't. All right, Lunger. Let's do it. Yep. I quote that at least once a week. <laughs> All right, Lunger. Same Let's way. do it. Say when. Say when. Then Doc shoots him and says, come on, come on, come on, come on, Johnny, come on. You're no Daisy. You're no Daisy. You're no Daisy at all. You poor and soul. He just a little too astral. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I believe the strain was more than he could bear. I, I, yeah. I say that all the time. Yeah, then, then, I believe the strain was more than he could bear. Yeah, he comes right up and says the strain was more than he could bear. Oh, I wasn't quite as sick as I made out. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to uh, Wyatt, then he finds a badge on Johnny's corpse, and oh, they said my hypocrisy only goes so far. Yeah. yeah. Then then, they, and then the greatest, maybe the greatest line of the movie says, okay, let's, all right, let's finish this. And Doc says, indeed, sir, the last charge of Wyatt up and his immortals. 
Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I wrote that, that my my hypocrisy only goes so far. Because yeah. I think he says that earlier in the movie, too. Yeah. My, or your, oh, he says it to White. Your hypocrisy only goes so far. That's, because that's what he's telling you. Oh, he's, oh you've changed, huh? He's, yeah. Then, of course, they, they take care of all them and Doc gets in the sanitarium there in Colorado. And <laughs> White walks in. How you doing? I'm dying. How are you? Pretty much the same. <laughs> then you got that Is line. Is that a real book? What? I think so. Brett, book, my, yeah. my friend Doc Holliday. Then Doc asked White, what did you ever want? He said, I just wanted a normal life. There is no normal life, White. It's just life. Get on with it. Don't know how. Sure you do. Say goodbye to me. Go grab that spirit actress and make her your own. Take her the take the beauty and run and don't look back. Live every second. Live right up to the hill. Live, White. Live for me. White, if you're wherever my friend, you ever had any of the slightest feeling for me, leave now. Leave now, please. And he says, thank you for always being there, Doc, and walks out. Then Doc looks at his feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be damned. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> or isn't it funny or something like that. Because it doesn't say it in the movie. Some of that stuff is kind of left to you if you know the history. Because like it doesn't say that in the movie that he said that he would die with his boots on. Yeah. But that was a, that's a historical yeah. quote that he had that he said he'd die with his boots on. And then he's barefooted. Was he, he? He's telling him, he says, "You're the only person I can afford to afford to lose to playing poker." And it doesn't ever say if he cheated or if he didn't. What's that? On all them poker games, if he was cheating or if he wasn't, if he was just that good, or just got that lucky. I figured he was cheating. I figured that his, I, well, I think his so girl too. was in on it, and she was helping him cheat. So it looked like to me, man. I don't know that. What does he say? Uh, he wins again. He said, Dang it, Holiday, 12 hands in a row. Ain't nobody that lucky. Yeah. That's what Clanton does. Uh -huh. But I would say that, that this movie, where he goes, it ends with uh, Robert Mitchum's talking about Tom Mix. Uh, yeah. And uh, Wyatt Earp living to 1929. And. What did it say he did? I can't remember what they said. Yeah, Virgil went on to be a sheriff in California. Yeah, matter of fact, uh, I think in, it was a, in Wyatt Earp, the movie, they show Wyatt Earp out in Hollywood and cars. It's, it's either, I'm either getting Wyatt Earp or that movie Sunset confused. Because Wyatt Earp is in town and the first cars are coming by. And he is used to riding a horse and he can't get used to the mm -hmm. cars. Yeah. It may have been Wyatt Earp. I can't remember. It's one of those two. But it's, it's, it shows how the, the time has passed him by. Yeah. His time is done. Yeah. Because he's not part of that world. He's part of yeah. the old west, the, the, the yeah. gunfights. That kind of stuff, and stuff's become more civilized now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not as wild, wild, wild west like it was. I can't remember if that was in the Wide Earp or if it's, or if it's in that Sunset movie. But one of the, one of, it's one of the things. Yeah, because he died in 1929 in Los Angeles. Yeah, but yeah, he was consulting on Western films. And I think 
I mean, well, it, it's getting now. It'd be within this decade now that we're in. It'll be a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But still, it's it's within the relatively recent past. Because you think about that, somebody, because cause when did that happen? Eighteen was it eighteen eighty or eighteen eighty one? Mm-hmm. With all of this, it was about twenty twenty or so years after the Civil War. Yeah, it was eighteen eighty one and eighteen eighty two. Johnny Ringo was killed in 1882. Okay. Uh, July 14th, 1882, because I was looking at it right here. Johnny, so Johnny Ringo was a real dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, I, I didn't know that he was, I didn't know that he was real. I knew that Curly Bill oh, yeah. was. Yeah. On July 14th, 1882, Holiday's longtime enemy, Johnny Ringo, was found dead in the low fork of a large tree in West Turkey Creek Valley near uh, Chihuahua Peak. Uh, Arizona Territory, he had a bullet hole in his right temple and a revolver was found hanging from a finger on his hand. Yeah, they tried to say he killed himself, but yeah. We yeah, the coroner's inquest officially ruled his death and suicide. Ralph Kilmer did it. The book. Yeah, Ralph Kilmer did it. I, I married Wyatt Earp, which author and collector Glenn Boyer claimed to have assembled with manuscripts from his wife, uh, Josephine Earp. She said he, ki- uh, he killed him. Hmm. Anyway. That's crazy. Well, do you think, there's been some, you know, there was some, you can go in like some of the, I guess it's consp- old time conspiracy theory, but be old rumors and things saying that, uh, you know, Billy the Kid, that is murder, whatever that was faked or whatever. It wouldn't act, didn't actually happen or it wouldn't. Yeah, Pat Garrett didn't kill him. Yeah, yeah. That he uh, he let was him live let him go. Let him go and that he lit because that's kind of the 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 theme of Young Guns too. Yeah. Uh, you know, you see him at yeah. the end, and you know, you not really know if it's uh, Billy the Kid. It's made to think that the old man is Billy the Kid, but yeah. you know, and it's pretty. Like you're talking about, like he's, because that was 1882 and he died in 1929. And, um, yeah, they. How old was he? When when was Wyatt Earp born? Right here, I got it right I saw Virgil was born 1843, I believe. He was born January 13th. No, that's when he died. So March 19th, 1848. 1848. So he was 80, 81. 80, 80 when he died. So 1848 to 1888. So he was 30... 3? Went all out was going on? 32 and 33 years old? He had six foot tall. Tall. He tall, Richard. She did, yeah, she did. She called him a tall drink of water. Now, was he... That's, that's a good little line there, too. Billy Zane says he has the look of both Predator and Prey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she says, I want one. Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole... The, that little rom- romance they had at first, it, it just... It seems weird to me. That's the only thing about the... I guess the, about the movie that kind of... They had to speed that up a little bit. Yeah. Because, you know, she talks about being a woman and she's not like most women. She mm-hmm. sees it, she goes for it, she wants it. Which is uncharacteristic of 1880. Yeah. Because she's probably uh, looked at as a lady of loose morals, which I guess yeah. she kind of is, hanging out in them bars. But there was one thing somebody had said 
right on there. It's like they come in. She's with the theater troupe, basically. She comes in the town. They come into town, and then she just ends up staying. Yeah. Like, because I, I wondered, was that now? Was that actually part of that? Did she? Was she? Did they meet in Tombstone? Or I think so. I can't tell you. I, I'm not sure on that. Then he went and found her later. No, she left. They were yeah. leaving town, and well, it wasn't. It didn't ever. It didn't ever become a ghost town or, or nothing. Or, uh, I don't. I don't know. Evidently not, because Boot Hill Cemetery was kept up. It wasn't nothing. No way, that's right, that's right. Um, I want to go there. I've been to Deadwood Cemetery and saw where, uh, what was her name? All the ones out of, you know, Wild Bill. I I saw where he was buried and Calamity Jane and all all that bunch. Deadwood's South Dakota, isn't it? Yeah. I saw, I've been there. We actually was in the, supposedly, where... Uh, the guy that shot him shot Wild Bill in the in the saloon, saloon number seven. Um, they have a reenactment of that every day. And then they have a trial for the guy. I can't remember the guy's name that killed him. But uh, yeah, it's a. I want to go to Boot Hill, Boot Hill Cemetery. Well, Jerry. My cousin, they they went out to Vegas one time. They've been out there. I've seen pictures with them. We went to Vegas, but I didn't think about going. I don't know how far it is. I don't think it's too terribly far. We went. We did go to Arizona. We went to Hoover Dam uh, to see it. That's an amazing thing there. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the. Uh, I was thinking too. I, this is our first Western, yeah. is it not? Yeah, I think so. We never, we hadn't done Hank Filet or any of the other. This is episode 50 and our first Western. Dun, dun, dun. First of many, I hope. Yeah. Because there's a lot of good ones that I've wanted. Well, they, they some awesome uh, Clint Eastwood Westerns. Unforgiven oh, yeah. being one of them. Oh, before but that. But I, I think the Dollars Trilogy would be some good, would, yeah, would be good ones to do. Yeah. Which, I mean, they don't tie together, no, but, you know, you, you do good, bad, and Outlaw Josie Wales. Outlaw Josie Wales. Of course, that one don't tie in with that, but you got the Pell Rider and uh, Fistful of Dollars, a few dollars more. Uh, what, good and the Bad and the Ugly. Good, bad, That's and the, ugly. the Dollars Trilogy. There, what's, what goes along with Pell Rider is, is it, another uh, one. Is it High Plains Drifter? High Plains Drifter, yeah. That's yeah. one where he's ghost, ain't it? Is that the one where he gets drugged? He's got the got, rope burned. Yeah. He's got the little short fella in it. Uh, Pale Riders when he's, when he's a preacher, right? Comes I think so. Yeah. yeah. Is it those two that tie together? Pale Rider and High Plains Drifter? I think Drifter? so. Loosely, loosely, I don't think it's. It's High Plains Drifter. I mean, I like Jeremiah Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's Redford. That's one of my favorites. I mean, I guess you could, I guess it's a Western, but it's more of a mountain man type. Got like the, the Revenant. Of course, you got the meme, you got the meme from it though. The, yeah, the, yeah. The body's head. Uh-huh. The smile. 
one of my favorite parts on there is like there's not anything alluded to you don't see them being romantic or anything at all but the one day he's looking around and you see his you because his wife does they don't speak she's wife woman doesn't speak english the indian lady the native american yeah. lady and she's her face is all red <laughs> all around here and he said what's wrong what's going on and she's pointing at his beard it's his beard <laughs> yeah roughing her face up so he shaves his beard after that so so would you we we say it, it may have been the best one in the last 30 years is it better than dancing with wolves They're different, though, they're, to me. They they're, different. they're different. But they're, I would, both, but they're both Westerns. Yeah. I, I would probably say, yeah. I mean, as far as, like, really sure enough, horsepower, yeah. Well, another thing is... Because it's more of, like we've talked about, it's a shorter... It's shorter, but it's also a historical take on stuff that actually happened. Right. And it's you know? a... Um, smaller time frame all of this takes place within just a few months or maybe within a what, year and a two years you know the all the from the beginning up to the okay corral was just six months maybe ish if it, it doesn't really it, you know and and see that's where that's where tombstone is different than wide earth because wide earth is his whole life spans a, a, a bigger time period that's why the movie's longer yeah um, and I think that's another reason why the movie didn't do very well at the box office because as long as it was. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I mentioned in some of our other podcasts before that, you know, Val Kilmer played a, an aged White Earp in White Earp's Revenge. Yeah. Uh, it's about a, about White Earp younger before the OK Corral, but it's being told by Val Kilmer as older White Earp. So okay. it's not, you know, it was like a made-for-TV yeah. thing. Yeah, I saw that on the movies when I was looking through the list yeah. of Val Kilmer movies. I mean, it's worth the watch, but it's not, you the acting's not, you know. Right. That, it's cool to watch, you know. But really, truthfully, you know, 30 years, I'm 30. So within the last 30 years, there really hasn't been that many Westerns. But Unforgiven, that was it. Unforgiven, I mean, you got... Dances with Wolves. Remake of Yuma. There's a remake of, two, of True Grit. Yeah. Um, 310 to Yuma. Hey, you, ju you can just call it True Grit. Yeah, know. whatever. <laughs> uh, Quick and the Dead. Oh, uh, Tarantino. You know, yeah, Django and Hateful Eight. And parts of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is kind of West, because what it is is Leonardo DiCaprio plays an actor who was famous for being on a western tv show it's called bounty law they're, they're, imdb is classifying the revenant as a western i wouldn't call it a western i call it dull tree what what blasphemous that's an amazing movie yeah. uh, the magnificent seven remake yeah, like it. God, that's slow. It's kind of slow, but it's good. I liked it. But we, me and Dusty kind of have a thing for yeah, Leo, Leonardo. Man crush on Leo. I used to not. He's I used to not. Actor, and yeah. I, I can't remember what turned me around with Leo. The, oh, The Departed. The yeah. Departed. 
the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Yeah. That's that a good another that's, that's Brad Pitt. Uh, that's Brad Pitt, ain't it? Yeah, Brad Pitt. Appaloosa. There was, there was one made, and it might be older than 30 years, but it was one made by Johnny Cash, uh, Chris Christopherson, Willie Nelson. The Highwayman? No, that was about the shooting of Jesse James. Open Range, Hidalgo. Open Range. This is within the last 10 years. Hidalgo, I... No Country for Old Men, I ain't calling that a Western. Well, I think they're when they're calling it Western, they're it's like takes place in the west kind of thing and i'm guessing that this is listing abraham lincoln vampire <laughs> yeah i wouldn't call that a that book's uh, a lot better than the movie bone tomahawk that was a way but uh i wouldn't consider hidalgo hidalgo is that the one range it's big old mortensen with right. the horse race he goes it, it yeah. takes place yeah. over in uh oh, in, Ra in, Arabia. in arabia yeah rango a million ways to die in the West. The Ridiculous Six. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. That's oh good man, movie. it's funny. Oh, um, <laughs> so there's been there's been a bunch of you know nothing to that scale, but I mean, well, top top tier, Tombstone, Unforgiven. Yeah, and that no Dances Mexican. with Wolves. That's possibly your top three right there, in any order. Then you get older than that, you got your Clint Eastwood ones. Clint Eastwood ones. He did his earlier. Clint, Clint Eastwood The Spaghetti Westerns. You see, that, that's... So it was, it was the Spaghetti Westerns was the, the dollars. Mm -hmm. And then you go back to High Plains Drifter and Josie Wales and all that. All those that was, came after, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. The Josie Wales... Or was it Josie Wales or Pale Rider that was like early 80s? Maybe. Because he was older. Wales. The, uh, yeah, I think, see, part of uh, Rick Dalton is the name of Leonardo DiCaprio's character in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it's kind of based loosely on uh, Clint Eastwood, supposedly, because Clint Eastwood, because he, he gets, he was on the TV show, and he's got the TV show got canceled and he's or he left the TV show or something was do to do movies he said because you know you're not going to be anything if you don't do movies and all of his movies didn't do that great and he thinks he's washed up he thinks he's more washed up than what he actually really is right and a guy played by Al Pacino um comes to him and says hey I can get you hooked up with because I know what you know your your caliber of actor that you are and he said I can get you hooked up with a guy in Italy making westerns uh spaghetti westerns and uh and that's his character goes to Italy and becomes a spaghetti western does some spaghetti western movies and supposedly that was Clint Eastwood he was on like Rawhide mm -hmm. and the show ended and he didn't have you know anything going made a couple little movies or did TV spots and all that and went over there to did the a fistful of dollars with Sergio Leone and the man with no name became a a thing. I'll just have you know I was looking up like top westerns in the last 25 years and they have Brokeback Mountain on this list. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
Okay. EW, I don't, I do not agree with you. Yeah. Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. Just because it has some cowboys in it. Well, they have to put that on there. You know, you gotta oh, have a representation. Well, what about eight seconds? Is it on there? What is that? Oh, you talk. Yeah, no, I know what you're The rodeo. Yeah, man. yeah, rodeo. Because they wear cowboy hats on them. <laughs> what about the cowboy way? Yeah. Well, like I, like I said, they keep listing No Country for Old Men. I don't consider that a western. But Rango, I would call an animated western. And it's a good movie. I like westerns. Westerns are... Westerns are some of my favorites. They're just good. You can sit back and enjoy them. Right. And this one is one that you could sit back and enjoy, and if you're like me, you could watch it anytime it was on. It's a fantastic movie. Over, over, it's and over, and over again. I think... That does it pretty much. Yep. Justice. Episode 50. You want to tell them where they can find us? Sure. In the wild with my <laughs> head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you can uh, email us at movies at manchildmovienight.com. We've got a Facebook, Manchild Movie Night. You can find us on Twitter at Manchild Movies. Uh, we have a Website, manchildmovienight.com, um, Reddit, MCMN. Yeah, give us some ideas. This was our big 50. We've been prepping for this, 50. so uh, we're going to we'll see where we go from here, but we need some more ideas. So 50. Well, there had been talks. Uh, the fellow over there on his phone uh, said, Dazed and Confused. Yeah. All right, okay. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. I was all right. hoping we would. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. There's only three of them. The, uh, <laughs> th that would be a good one. We'll be if we, if we do that one, we'll be talking soundtracks for sure. Well, if we do that, we've got to do it in April. Because it's 420. <laughs> all month long. All right. <laughs> yeah, we may save that one. That one may be yeah, on the list. There's been a bunch. Oh, we'll discuss that off yeah, there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Congratulations, sir. We've done 50 of these. Four, we're going We've done years. more than 50 because we've... I've got a few on the burner. Well, that and because we did the, uh, the our Game of Thrones episodes that we didn't number. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. For sure. We've got several we've done yeah. that way. But, officially. Officially. 50, 50. episodes. It's been a... What a long, strange trip it's been. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> but anyway, this, Trucking. <laughs> this has been Manchild Movie Night for Dusty and Sean. I'm Matt. Peace. Out. I'm your Huckleberry. Well. Bye.